Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Oopsie. Um... Will and I were just too busy chatting, and I completely lost track of time. Welcome to the R&R Show. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome. I'm Ruel Gaviola. That's Richard Rodohan. This is the R&R Show, episode 24, which means this is six months in now, my friend. That's it is ridiculous. Crazy. That is ridiculous. I love it. I, I can't yeah. even believe it. Um, I, I, and it, it seems to still be growing uh, in popularity, yep. uh, yeah. and I'm, I'm still having a good time. Again, not having I a good time good. two hours prior to the show. But then it's all uphill, upswing from there. And uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm still happy to do it if you are. That's great. Uh, although, first Absolutely. of all, folks, sound check, please. Uh, if you've been watching the yes. last few streams, I have been deep, deep in um, hardware difficulties. But I think you can hear me. No one has said any otherwise. Uh, but mm-hmm. also, um, can we get a volume check too? I'm going to say one, two, three, and then Ruel can say four, five, six. One, two, three. Four, five, six. How, How does, does that, that sound? sound I think, according to these audio meters, I think you're a little louder than me. Um, okay. Sound is good. Oh, yeah, and Kabuki confirms I'm a little sound bit quieter. Great. So I'm going to bring you down okay. just a ho- scooch, just a hooch, just, no a, just a hair. I think you, it's interesting. I think you literally naturally have a louder voice than me, just your natural talking volume. I, I think so, yeah. Which, Some people have said that I'm a loud mouth, so that's uh, probably Well, that's true. what they always say about me. You're the only person I know that has a natural speaking voice louder than my default volume level. Um, plus, you're, I mean, you're so deep. Uh, you're, I mean, you've got such a very white thing going on. It's, it's uh, Yeah, <laughs> very white. I love it. Yeah. Um, I want to shout out that I saw that someone in the uh, chat, their handle is up the iron 70. Thank you for com- confirming the sound is good. And also nice Iron Maiden reference in the uh, <laughs> the uh, name there. Um, Forest of Glass says Ruel's a bit louder. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So, okay. all okay. right. So I brought you down a bit and now I, my okay. na- normal thing is is hovering in the yellow. And I think you're now hovering in the yellow as well. Okay. Cool. Perfect. Yep. Okay. All cool, right. Cool, cool. Phew. And so far, I haven't wow. gone quiet yet. The cameras haven't started wigging out or glitching out yet. Uh, yeah. The uh, the offending hub has been excised. It is no longer part of the system. I rejiggered. I, I, I'm waiting for a new hub to replace it. But in the meantime, I spent a lot of time under this table yesterday, moving cables around, combining things. Uh, okay, these are non-essential. These are essential. Um, so that now everything is just plugged directly into the computer, which I didn't think I had enough USB hubs to do. But I was able yeah. to do some jiggery pokery, get rid of some stuff, and and do I I I, I actually I have like um, a different USB hub that's combining like you know my wireless keyboard and some other stuff, so the cameras and the mics all get dedicated channels. Fingers nice. crossed, as Brenner says, yes. all of them crossed and wrists all and crossed arms. Of- because <laughs> oh my goodness this has been uh, I, i'm gonna i'll have to message you offline I, I would like the the um the hub that you got because I, i'm due to get a new hub as well like i have a powered hub but it's it's a few years old and I, i'm just uh the stuff that you're going through yesterday i got me worried i'm like i should probably upgrade my <laughs> hub as well well know? yeah <laughs> and, until i destroyed it by overheating a uh, a prototype 
Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I've been super happy with that hub. I mean, I, I tried a whole bunch of cheap ones, you know, like $10, $15 ones, thinking, oh, you know, it's just a USB yeah. hub, power cord B, and they were just all garbage. I sent them all back, and I eventually went with its A-N-K-E-R. Uh, the one I got three oh, years okay. ago was a $60 yeah. one. The new one that's coming is a 90 But you know what? If this works today, I don't need that new hub. I might return it, too, because it was 90 bucks. Yeah. And... I'm the cheapest That's man in board cheap. gaming, so I don't want to spend money yeah. if I don't have to. I mean, look at the production values on this show. Obviously, I can't even afford to pay for a nice little theme. You know, there's all those themes that uh, Stream Elements and Streamlabs offer. Nope, nope. I'll just go with this bitmap that I found on uh, Reddit yeah. that replicates nope. the uh, the void from the uh, John from last week tonight, and it works. Right. I mean, we're, everyone's here for your sparkling personality, you know. <laughs> so um, that that's that's what uh, gets them here. Um, yeah, you know, the, the, just the whole hub thing. Like, I, I'm, I, I think you, you said A N K E R, right? A N K E R, yes. I think I had one of their old power banks, so which is fantastic. Mm. So yeah, they yeah they're a really good company. But you know, people aren't here to talk about tech. We're here to talk about some games. Exactly. Yes, this is a game related show, is it not? Yeah. Um, I need Why to start a different channel. For USB yeah. hub reviews. <laughs> Rado runs through USB hubs. That would be fantastic. Oh, that would be great. All right. That would be fantastic. So, it so, feels, feels um, like forever since we got together. I know it's just been a week, but there's been so much stuff that's happening between. Thank you, Feldfan, for resubscribing. Just this minute. Yeah. Hey, hey, says Feldfan. Oh, also, thank, thank you to Snakehawk37. Oh, wait, no, that was that was in between the last show and this show, I think. And the oh, gray okay. kid looks like we had to subscribe while we were offline. So thank you, folks, for getting us ever closer to the next RVR show. Uh, we have an RVR tomorrow, Savannah Park. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I really, I'm so glad I got to uh, try it out last night. It's going to be a fun game uh, tomorrow, folks. So be sure to join us again. Same channel here, 12 noon. We're going to go live. We're going to play some Savannah Park. By the way, if you're subscribed, thank you so much. And if you haven't subscribed yet. <clears throat> You get a free sub uh, courtesy of Amazon Prime if you're a member, mm -hmm. and that subscription gets you all kinds of free goodies. You can see down below there all the little avatars jumping and slinging each other. You get that if you're a subscriber, so please be sure to uh, check out your Amazon Prime account see if you can uh, get a uh, subscription for free. Yeah, at no cost to you. Or if you're not an Amazon Prime subscriber, you might want to consider subscribing anyway with actual real money. Again, there's a list of benefits every month. Like right now, if you're a subscriber, whisper me, I will give you a a link to a subscriber viewable only run through of my wife and I playing an entire game of Zulk and the Mayan calendar tribes and prophecies. And next month, Ooh, nice. uh, anybody who is a subscriber can whisper me and I'll give you a new link for another one. Plus, if you can't find the secret word, we'll tell you where it is. We try, oh, and 20% off for auto merch. Uh, so we're trying to make it worth people's while. Uh, I mean, although obviously we're just trying to put on a good show too. But anyway, therein ends the commercial for us. Uh, right, we have some outstanding business from the previous episode, I believe. Okay, yes, yeah, we have a mom gamer 101 would like to buy an argument, and Goblin 981 would like some trivial pursuits. And uh, and okay. just this very second, it looks like I see in the chat Brenner requested a Ruel ranks. Yep, there we go. Oh, okay, yeah. So, um, now we've wow. already talked about what the argument would be. Uh, because it's so yeah. hard for us to figure out good arguments. But when I said, no, a Wrath of Khan is not the best Star Trek movie, um, you said, I was, what? what? So yeah, we, mind blown. Yeah, we could argue that. But since Mom Gamer um, requested it, and she's a pretty regular, I think let's wait on that and see yeah. if she shows up, because I'm sure she'd like to be here for it. So shall mm -hmm. we spin the wheel of trivia, or should we uh, rank a game of yours? Uh, let's uh, rank a game, and then we'll, we can Mark do the trivia completed. right afterwards. 
Okay, let me bring yeah. up a ye old browser. All righty. And do, 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 browser, browser, browser. And there's the wheel of names. We'll be one lucky winner. We'll be getting a copy of Galaxy. You want to do the you want to do the giveaway right now? This it's up. Let's just do that. Yeah. Hey, let's do that. Yeah. Last week's sponsor of the show, CGE, offered a new anniversary edition of Galaxy Trucker. One lucky winner is going to do it. You know what? Let me just do one quick last check. There's always a few people that literally, um, you know, uh, you know, put their thing in like five minutes after we start, and I always feel bad. This time, I'm remembering to check. And uh, you're so nice. Nope, nope, you're, nope, nope, you're nope. so kind. Yep, no, yeah, wow. nobody in. So everybody's in. Let's spin. Good luck, everybody. That was a poem. Let's see who's. Wow, got a lot of names on there. And the winner is. Oh, it's uh Dan M. Poor Matt. Uh, I can't quite read it now that it's brewed up. But Dan M. Congratulations. Congrats. Um, Yes, uh, Galaxy Trucker, one of CGE's best. I'll be contacting you later today to get the particulars, your address, and all that kind of stuff. We're going to be giving away a new game when the show actually starts. Uh, it's actually it's on my table right now. It's Vivid Memories, and that's super exciting. Oh. But we'll worry about that when the show starts, because we are going to rank some games. Let me bring up the Ruel Gaviola game library. Yeah. So uh, this is something that uh, everyone you can um, spend channel points on and you will make me rank one of my games. As you can see, I've got hundreds of games that are unranked because I am not good at this uh, uh, type of thing. Um, I just, for whatever reason, I have not ranked a ton of these games. But yes, I'm looking forward to ranking right now. All right, so I've just gone to a random place in his list of 590 games. And um, you see, so you can see Ooh. that, right? Let me make it a bit bigger for you so you can see it a bit better. Yeah. Uh, bup, 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 bup. All righty. Oh, you know what Ooh, I can do? I can make them there. even easier for you to read if I scroll back up and say, give me just big boxes, please. Oh, there you go. All right, and now it can go back down a little bit so you can see a few more. So Ruel's going to pick a few that he's comfortable with ranking. These are a bunch of newer ones. Oh, because I'm at the bottom of the list, so these are new things that have been added. Okay. All right. Uh, do you see something you would want to rank? Oh, yeah. So scroll scroll, uh, scroll down, down a little bit. All right, please. down a bit. Scroll down a little bit. Boop, boop. Yeah. You like this uh, group? One more row. One more one row. More row. Boop, boop, boop. There it is. All right. So. I see Lost Runes of Arnak, uh, Cryo, Claim, Parks, and Dice Miner. Spoiler alert, I love all these five games. Um, all right. Well, you, okay, Cryo. Wow. Oops. C-R-Y-O. I'm going to move this over here. Cryo and what else? Uh, claim. Claim. C-L-A-I-M. All right. Uh, yep. Parks. Parks. Didn't we already do this? Didn't we That's do a, Parks? Our, Parks seems like oh we've done that before. I'm pretty sure you did, and you said you were going to rank it, and you didn't. So it is disqualified. Did I not rank it? Um, I no, I did rank it. I ran, I gave it an eight. Then why is it here? Because I mean, this there? is sorted by stuff that's unranked. Now I got to go back to the other yeah, and prove weird. that it is unranked, and you are big fat cheater. And all this work that we in the audience are doing is for naught. All right, what was it we yeah. were just talking about? Parks? I I have an I have it as eight on my. Uh, yes, you I, do. I hey, look at that. No, no, that's Clip Cut Parks. Clip Cut Parks is excellent. Oh, 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 shoot. There it is. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, those are a lot of good ones. How could you have not ranked all these? Because you have ranked them all. Yeah. All right, I just didn't scroll down far enough. All right. Okay. So we need to be down in this area. So that's the problem with putting okay, those big um, no, those, uh, yeah, icons. Yeah. Can't that's see fine. if you've ranked them. So do you see any here you like? Um, Scroll down a little bit. I saw, let me see. All right. What is that? We awesome. can go to the second page if you want. Yeah, let's go second page. All right. 
Yeah, the second page will be Some nothing. Of these, I'm like, I don't remember playing these. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, that is a problem of all board gamers. We yeah. have too many too games. many things. Yeah, Crystal Tiger dies, Floriferous, Agricola. Oh yeah, stop, stop right there. Right, yeah, stop. let's see. Oh, okay. I just got this. So I just got the shipment of Button Shy games, ah. as you can tell. Yeah. Um, I would love to rank Food Chain Island. Right. Or oh, yesterday I played Floriferous. I can rank that one. All right. And uh, what was the other one? Not Agropolis. It's uh, Sprawlopolis. I just um, I right, played yeah, last week. Right. Sprawlopolis. I might spell that wrong. Um, Ooh, I haven't played Pakal yet. I just got that in. What about your Dark um, Tower? I, I I remember seeing. I have played Dark Tower. Um, oh, how about On the Rocks? Uh, on, on the, the Rocks. rocks. Okay. Yeah. One more. Um, we'll go. Um, Mandala Stones is a. Uh, yeah, that is a uh, an abstract. We could we could do Mandala. All right, Stones. there we go. The, all right, that. folks, you have two minutes to vote. Go and Ruel will spill the beans on one of these fine games. Uh, you get to choose. And, and just looking at them, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I I've enjoyed all five of these. Um, one of them cl- is a clear cut step above the rest, I believe. Oh. Well, let's see if they guess yeah. correctly. Yeah, let's see. Ooh, I put in my one lead. measly vote. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. On the rocks and folks, you can no spend love. channel points to influence the vote as well. Don't forget yep. that. You yep, can yep, spend yep. your channel points. Yep, for folks who don't know, I the did longer last you watch, week, as you just passive, as you watch the show, you passively earn rotto points, channel points that you can spend on all kinds of things, like bumping up your vote or requesting a uh, sequence like this. Or folks, um, I'm bumping up my customization vote. for your avatars, or making your avatars supersized. All kinds of silly stuff. What what shuttle Ruel rank? I was typing too quickly. Obviously, <laughs> Food Chain <laughs> Island is currently in the lead. Wow, that's surprising. Wow, really? I would not have expected that. Honestly, yeah, I thought Ruel was going to run away with it. Uh, Me um, too. But uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, Food Chain Island's uh, vote to lose right now, unless somebody uh, spends a lot of points to turn things around. I think. Friends, I'm gonna start spending points. If y'all don't start voting, I'm spending points. Oh my gosh! Oh, we 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 juked the stats. We talked about Floriferous, and now it's be- oh, 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 oh wow. Okay, we've got a fight now. Food Chain Island versus Floriferous. Food Chain Island. Wow, it's neck and neck. Oh my gosh, it's just bouncing back and race. forth, back and forth, down to the Look wire. At that, folks. How much time do we have left? We got t- oh, we've got 20 seconds left. 20 seconds. Oh, and Floriferous pulls into the lead. <laughs> okay, now we need to talk about how can Sprawlopolis not be chosen to give it? Or, but poor three people have chosen on the rocks. I guess there is not I a lot of more popular cocktail love in the audience yeah. today. Oh, Food Chain Island makes a huge comeback! Ever. Wow, someone's spending their points. Yep, it's not me. And okay, there you okay. go. Somebody knows how to work Food, the system. Well, Food then Chain we Island are going to talk about Food Chain Island. And uh, hey. normally we promise in this segment that Ruel will do his ranking. We'll talk about it a bit, but not this time because this is the only game on that list I don't know. <laughs> I could oh, have talked okay. about any of the other ones. So yeah. I figured, well, okay, we've got a four out of five chance that uh, I'll yeah. be able to contribute, but nope, not this time. So tell us, Ruel, right. tell us about Food Chain Island. The people want to know. Well, you can see right off the bat that the designer is one of my favorite, favorite designers, Scott Alms, of the Tiny Epic series oh, um, yes. games. Yes, yes. So this one, I, it was not on my radar, but uh, Buttonshy, you know, I reached out. I wanted to see if I could get a copy of Sprawlopolis. And they said, hey, how about Food Chain Island? I was like, I looked at it. I was like, oh, Scott Alms? Of course. Yeah, uh-huh. totally. 
I had no idea what it was. It's an 18 card micro game. And right. as you can see, which is everything. That's, well, that's what Button Tie does. That is their thing. Yes. Yeah. That's their thing. So all the animals are numbered 0 through 15. Okay. Then you have two special animals. What are you trying to do? The animals are set up in a 4x4 four four grid, and you're trying to, uh, you're going to, um, you can eat another animal by, it has to be less, um, like if it was a number five, they can eat a four, three, or two. So it can be up to three less. Okay. And as you move them over, you're going to place them on top. And then there's a special ability that triggers, and then you have to do the ability. It could be like moving another animal, it can be eating another animal, and so forth. And with the, what the object of the game is to get that 4x4 grid down to one stack. And it is okay. not easy. It's a nice little puzzle. Uh, you have two sea animals that give you special powers. Like, I think it's the whale that allows you to move an animal anywhere you want. Because... You know, as you're moving the animals, there's going to be empty spaces. You have to find a way get, to get through those empty spaces. And some of the animals give you, like, there's the mouse number three. If the mouse eats something, then afterwards you can move an animal one to two spaces. Uh, the fox, the animal must move diagonally a space. Mm -hmm. And the snake, if you eat so, uh, something with the snake, you get to swap the locations of two cards. So it's a really fun puzzle. I was, I was actually blown away by this. I had no wow. idea it was going to be this good. Yeah, it was rock so solid. So it's a solo cool only game puzzle. then, right? It sounds like it's a solo, solo game. only, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously I mean, people uh, of can sit you... around and solve the puzzle together. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably what I need to do because I've only beaten this thing like twice out of all <laughs> of it. So I probably need a little help there. But it's so, such a clever little design. And uh, I just, I love how it, it's 15 minutes of your time, but it really, it's a brain burner for what it is. It's like, how am I going to get these animals into one stack? So technically you win if you get it down to three stacks. Um, but I, I've gotten like three, two a couple of times. But once you get it down to one, it, it's a really good feeling. And they give you alternate rules as well. Instead oh. of that four by four grid, they have like special little patterns that you could put. So you're going to have to use those special powers to jump over empty spaces. Oh, wow. And then you could, to make it even harder, you can get rid of the sea animals, which are your bonus um, actions. You can get rid of those and not have those and just use the regular actions. Really cool game. Totally took me by surprise. I played it like a dozen times in the last couple of days. Now, let me ask you this. It's a, so, is it possible with the randomized layout that you get yourself with, oh, this is unwinnable with these particular things? I have um, I thought about that, too. I have not gotten to that point yet. You've I've not never felt seen that, that happen. Way. You have felt like, oh, yeah. that's my fault. If I'd been smarter, I would have figured this out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, there are times... Okay, no, I... I no, it, it, I always feel like I should been should have been able to figure this out. Um, although, when once you get towards the end game, um, you know, when you got like six cards, seven cards or so, you can sort of see that writing on the wall. It's like, uh, I should, probably shouldn't have done that or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I always try to save those two special powers towards the end because those were really helpful. But, you know, it, it's a wonderful puzzle. That's why I'm going to rank it really in. Charming. Yeah, it, it's... So uh, what's your ranking? I'm going to rank it a 7.85. All right, not quite an eight. What would it not take to get to eight? Because that sounds really, really good. <sighs> it, it it was. Would it require a two-player mode to get it above an eight? It may I, I think if if I could do, and you know, that's you could totally do it a two-player mode just by you know uh, working with your partner or whatever. Uh, maybe that would help. Um, you know what it is? It's just because I suck at the game, I'm not going to give it an eight. I'm, I'm mad at Food Chain Island. But I, it's wonderful. I will play it anytime. any uh, This is the type of game, um, as we like open up uh, travel a little more, this is the perfect game for playing on a plane. It'll fit on a little uh, oh, wow. tray. Really? Oh, yeah, are, are these perfect for that. Are these tiny cards, or are they regular like, uh, uh, bicycle? Like bridge-sized cards? Card? I'd say like they're bridge-sized cards. Okay, all right. Um, yeah. Well, that's very cool. Yeah, so perfect. almost yeah. an eight for Scott Alms and Button Shy.
I, yeah. I got to say, say I mean, you, you made it sound so good. I'm surprised. My only feedback to you is it sounds like it deserves to be more of, more than an eight. Yeah. Quite Maybe I should give it an eight. I don't know. I, I'm going 7.85. I'm going to stick to my guns here. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, yeah. Right. I, I, it is kind of a shame that they're, they didn't do a little bit of extra work. I don't know. What would it be? Something like, oh, if you and I were playing this together, it's, a, it's an extra level of complexity that, um, you know, I can never pick a card that's adjacent to the card you just picked or something like that. So yeah. it adds an extra thing and we have to think about this. But then they do something else to make it a bit easier. Just as like an alternate mode kind of a thing. But no, that's yeah. really cool. And um, no, one thing I oh yeah one thing I could see this uh, having a problem like it could I think it it might be a game that's prone to AP you know because you <laughs> you're looking at the it's all open information so it's up to you to figure out the right sequence to move those cards and I've gotten I've played it you know a dozen times now and there there are a few games where I'm like okay it's a solo game no one's looking I'm gonna re- retcon this move go back a little bit and I'm gonna try this way instead it's mm. it's a nice little puzzle I really enjoy it. Well, Ruckus doesn't care for it. He's out because it has a spider. Oh, so, oh sorry, And that Ruckus. was kind of a creepy little spider. A happy, but very creepy little spider. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, right. some people are Good drawing um, um, over parallels to uh, Bumunto, which I have to admit, I'm not familiar with that. I don't know if you are. I have not, no. Yeah, Gamer Grimes wanted to point out. So apparently, if you like the sound of that, that might be something you want to check as well, folks. Mm-hmm. All right, but anyway, so we've done it. We have rated right. a game, and like I said, the one in five chance that I wasn't <laughs> going to be able to give it a rating as well. That's okay. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be more involved next week. Okay, so we have done I, yeah, one. I thought, yeah, I thought for sure it was either On the Rocks or Floriferous. I thought those were the favorites, and I may I may have dumped a couple of points on uh, Floriferous <laughs> myself. I also so. voted for Floriferous because I just filmed a run-through for it the other day, so it's incredibly fresh in my mind. Let's see here. Yeah, but anyway, let's a, move that's on. That's a fantastic game. So, okay, trivia time. Goblin, seven days ago, a week ago, said, hey, I want trivial matters revealed to all. So I'm marking that done, and then I am where to go. I need to bring up the wheel, and then I need to bring up the button for the wheel, which is ironically on a completely different... uh, This says the word general, folks, but apparently there's so few um, spokes now, I didn't realize it was going to squeeze them together. It looks like we're going to be hearing some Ruel stories today. Let's find out. 50-50 shot. I'll laugh at it and it stops on your name. That would have been ridiculous. But nope. Okay, Ruel is up. You have to spill the beans. Spill the beans. What's a good a bit of trivia? I've got this one I wanted to share. So, did you know my first name is not actually Ruel? Whoa! Whoa! What the heck are you talking about? It's actually part of my first. My first name is... I actually have two first names. My uh, full first name is Ruel Grant. G-R-A-N-T. So, Ruel Grant Gaviola. That is my, fir- um, my first name. You're legal on your driver's license. It says yep. your first name is one word, Ruel Grant. Two words, Ruel Grant. Sort of like, you know, I, I guess, what's the American, like uh, like Jim Bob or something like that? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, All right. You know what I mean? So do it's they get Ruel Grant. It is not hyphenated. No, it's two words. And Rado, do you know why I have the name Ruel Grant? I, d- I have so many questions, and that was not one of them. But please, why? Uh, the, uh, my, I am the oldest of three boys. Okay. When my mother was pregnant with me back in the day, many, many, uh, many moons ago, uh, she prayed to God. number of years. As I recall, you're kind of yes, boy about We're not going to talk about number of years. We're just saying back in the day is, you know, the world was still in black and white. It was yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> um, my, my mother prayed and she asked for a son. So when I was born, she said, 
the you know God has granted her a son. Therefore, I am Ruel Grant. That's that's the story. I'm sticking to it. Ruel Grant, <laughs> folks. That's why. Uh, okay. But you know, just in life, I'm, I go by Ruel. But yeah. that is. That's but on, on legal documents, you have to in, in the first name, you have to say yep. Ruel Space Grant. Yep. Does yeah. that cause you problems that's... with flying or anything like that? No, I mean, you know, I have my passport, I have my driver's license. It's, yeah, it's all good. And normally I just say, I'll just sign Ruel Gaviolin. Come on, people don't really check, you know. But as far as like legal stuff, like tax forms and things like that, yes, you will see Ruel Grant, my middle name, and then Gaviola on the, on the forms. And apparently you're saving your middle name for another trivia at some point. Down yes, the road. that'll be the next <laughs> <laughs> That is interesting. Yeah, Jen, when we got married, uh, my last name was Ham, her last name was Bump. And I said, honey, keep keep your name. That's totally fine. I, I I don't know. Ham might actually be worse than Bump, quite frankly. They're both just rife. We both were teased mercilessly by kids growing up. All kinds uh, of rhyme schemes you can do and all sorts of terrible. So just keep it if you want. And uh, because I'm not a big fan of Ham, period. And uh, she decided, no, 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 I'm going to double down. Her legal last name is Bump hyphen Ham. Oh, she's a hyphenated. Yeah, she did that. And that is probably one of her biggest regrets in life. Uh, oh, because really? it has caused her no end of grief with um, you know, uh, document screw-ups and snafus. It is a real uh, problem for flying uh, because most airlines really? don't recognize the hyphen, but you're never sure. Is it bump uh, dash ham or is it just bump ham or is it just bump or it's just, oh man. Uh, she wow. always talks about going back and undoing it, but she's been living with it now for over 30 years. So I don't think she's going to be changing wow. it anytime soon. So that's why I was curious. But apparently if you're going to do yeah. something like that, do it to your first name, not your last name. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe that's the difference. It's the first name. They just sort of skim over that and then they just focus on the last name. And, uh, yeah, I don't have hyphens or anything like that. That's interesting that, um, the travel thing is uh, so tough. Oh yeah. It, it's it I mean, without, uh, without fail. Almost every time we have to fly someplace, there's some kind of, Oh, well, first of all, we're always nervous. Is she going to have a problem? And, uh, hmm. yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Let's oh. say hi to the chat. We've been ignoring for a while. We've just been too lost in each other's, uh, trivia. <laughs> Uh, tech. We did just announce the winner. It was Dan. I think the letter was M. Um, yeah. So Tech, unless your first name is Dan, I'm sorry, you 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 didn't make it. But better luck next. Uh, we will be giving away another one. Uh, that'll be in the main show. Hey Dutch Yoda. Hey. Oh, what do we got? The French woman from 1984 has subscribed with Prime. Now there's got to be a story behind that username. That's some interesting that trivia. Like great. That yeah. seems very specific. <laughs> um. They subscribe with Prime. There it is. Another yep. Prime subscriber. Thank you, French woman, 1984. Uh, Nazgot <laughs> says something funny. So if I wasn't born a boy, uh, I could have been Ruel denied rather than Ruel Ooh, Grant. Ooh, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Nazgot. You should ask your mom. Uh, what would well. she have done? Uh, you know, I, I, that's, I never asked her. I, I'm going to ask her. Next time I see her, I'm going to ask her what would I have been named if I was a girl? You know? Yeah, so inquiring minds want to know. And again, I yeah. like Ruel denied. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, anything else going on in chat? Everyone's just hanging out. Thank you, friends. Good to see y'all here. Um, sea Otter is given the report at 22 minutes into the launch of Marvel Zombies uh, from Cool Mini or Not, uh, already up to 1.25 million. I was just gonna say that's got to be at least a million dollars. They're gonna that's multi every single Steamon thing. Come on, game is always multi million dollars. It's crazy. Wow, 
Jeez, I, I, it's just un, un, inconceivable to me. I can't even understand such numbers. Uh, maybe someday I will. Ben, Have you ever gone all in on one of those? I've oh, never gosh, gone no. all in on one. I mean, I, That's just way out of my price range. I, I've had the opportunity to, to play Zombie Side, and I've just never really been that interested. Hey, 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 everybody. Real Bad Noobs is spreading kindness and generosity everywhere. Five gifted subs to the channel. That is excellent. I think that's putting us on... Um, you know, on the road to a hype train, potentially, which, uh, if we unlock that, you got, folks will get extra icons and emojis you can use. But, yeah, that is awesome. Thank you so much. Real bad news. Yeah. And then he himself subscribed. He or she subscribed afterwards. Putting other people yeah. first. What a, what a wonderful person that. the real bad noobs are. All right. That's what's great. That's great. What's great about the Twitch community? I mean, we're all. It is a community, and Slivers has just cheered as well. Uh, thank, thank you, you. Slivers. That put us over the top. We are hype train. It is Let's hype go, time. Folks. Very nice. Cool. Um, all right. Right. So, let's see. I have not seen Mom Gamers show up. So I am so. still inclined to, to sit on the. I mean, because she is often here. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. so she we must not be able to make one. it. So uh, let's save that one. If she shows up after the show, we can do it. Or if she okay. shows up in the up, uh, you know, or like, if she shows up, I might, we might even stop midway through to do a break um, in yeah. the top 10. Yeah. Let's see. We've been going for a half an hour. We've already given away the game. We've hit our other two things. I don't think any other requests have come in, have they? Other than, I oh my gosh, I hear there are some. All right, the French woman cheered 100 bits. Little Buster cheered 100 bits. Uh, thank nice. you very much. Uh, and Slivers, 100 bits. Trying to get us up to level. Th- all right, I never understand how this. Are we at level three now? Or no, level three. We're is- at le- we're, we've completed level two and we are working on level okay, three. Okay, we're working towards level three. One time yes. we did actually make it to five and you were blown yeah, away that, was that, awesome. that happened because that's as high as it that goes, awesome. apparently. Yeah. Cool. Um, hey, before I forget, can I make a quick announcement? Um, yes, why friends, don't you? Yeah, right after the R&R show, stick around because uh, we're going to raid my channel. I'm going to go live a few minutes. So again, I'm going to uh, take off here a few minutes early to get my channel ready to go because I'm going to live stream one of the games that's on my list for top 10 uh, games that are can be played remotely. So I'm really excited about this. If uh, love for y'all to you know stick around, join the raid. You get extra channel points if you are part of the raid. And yep. then I'm gonna play a game with y'all. You can. Um, I'll announce the game, what at, game at the end. Well, or will you, are you uh, playing that close to? Your well, I can't say now because it's yep. on my list. I don't yep. want to. Yep. You know, no spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after we do the list, after we recorded the show, um, you know, they will know what uh, everyone will know what game it is, and y'all can play along if you have the game. And actually, this is a game you don't even need a copy of it to play along. But that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Um, oh. Oh, that's, cool, cool, cool. That's all I'm going to say. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Yes. Well, I mean, right. I, I guess that makes sense, seeing as how our topic this week is going to be games you can play remotely. So you're going to... Yes. Will people stick around and be able to play with you right now? Or would it be post, if they go get the game themselves, they could play it? Um, I mean, if they, if they have if the they game If they have handy, the game, they'd be able to play it with you today. But if they ever get the game, yes. they'd be able to revisit... The, uh, yes. the video. Gotcha. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So I have uh, all, all my VODs, friends, uh, they go to my YouTube channel and you can just click on uh, the YouTube and you can play along there. Like I've done that before where like, uh, you know, someone's done, you know, a playthrough of like a roll and write and I'll just, you know, play along with them. This is a, a similar type of thing. But again, that's it. No more spoilers. No spoilers. Say what the game is. Yeah, I mean, you were. Okay. I mean, you mentioned earlier in the warm up. I mean, this was a hard list to do, quite frankly. It was brutal. I, I guess we should talk. Do you want to talk about that during the show? Yeah, let's talk about during the show. Um, you know, okay. you know what the parameters were that we established for ourselves. Uh, yeah. Because when we do these Which combined really... lists, it is. I, I think it is important <laughs> that we 
um, you know, try to come up with something that'll have some kind of continuity uh, between us rather than just, yeah. oh, I didn't think you were going to go that way. That's a completely different yeah. list, a different subject almost. I say, oh, yeah. Denoga and to live in Dice in LA. Uh, more cheers. Trying to get LA, that hype train yeah. up. We've got a minute and 40. Apparently, if you do it, you will unlock a happy seal emote. A little barking seal and some other cute stuff. Um, so, yeah, thank you. And also, by the way, every time you subscribe, you are gift a subscription. You're getting us closer to another RVR because we're playing Savannah Park uh, tomorrow. Uh, if we uh, get enough more uh, more subscribers, what are we at? We're at 117 of 149. That's ultimately going to probably have a February RVR show we do. And those bits awesome. are getting us closer to me doing another run-through. I don't know if people caught my live stream yesterday of uh, Astro Nights. Um, technical issues aside, that was really interesting. And I hope folks liked it because I really, as much as covering the game, I really dive deep into how I actually film the games. And that is what I yeah. think I would do in the future if we ever unlock that bonus run-through um, when we get to uh, 9,900 bits. And we're at 6,300 bits at the moment. Oh, okay, sixty percent of the way there. Yep, 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 yeah, yep. I, I love watching that. It was really neat to see like the decisions you make before you're even setting up stuff. You know, it was really oh, okay, he's gonna go this way with that. He sets this up, and it's it just I, I thought it was fascinating. To, you know, again, showing how the sausage is made. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. Yep, it, it, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a good time. Um, except for all the horrible technical issues, which so far I haven't had any today, so I'm very, very happy about. Oh, and real bad news: the MVP uh, today is also first time <laughs> chatter saying that everybody is the best. Um, for yes. not hype train. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much, folks, for supporting the show and making this possible. Because this man doesn't show up for free. I pay him, and uh, you're helping me help him. Um, so yeah, help. Yeah, help me help you. Uh, like the classic Jerry Maguire line, right? Help yeah. me help, help you, me. or whatever it is. Cool, cool, cool. Um, oh, oh, we made three. We hit Success. three. Nice. Yes. Um, right. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay. Well. Okay, so I still haven't seen Mom Gamer, so we're going to save the argument for later. I don't think any okay. more requests have come in so far, so I okay. think we can get to the show. And you know, the sooner let's we get it. to the show, um, the, uh, oh, let's see, what's this? Only visible emote to me. I received a hype train emote. I'll share it. What does that mean? Choo-choo hype hands. Oh, everyone's got them. Choo-choo. All, right. All right, so I just made some, oh, okay, oh, yeah. Still, we've been, we've been, how many? 24 episodes now, six months, and I'm still learning stuff here. Uh, oh. I still don't know how it works. Okay. Same here. I've been on this platform for a year and a half, and I'm still learning things. I learn things, something every day. <laughs> Okie doke. <laughs> so, um, folks, here's what's about to happen. We're about to start recording the actual weekly R&R show that appears every Wednesday on YouTube. You can see down at the bottom, we're in the pre-show right now, which is when we chat with you, we do some extra little stuff, you, re you re redeem your points. But when the show starts, it's we're going to be treating this like, oh, it's just me and Ruel you know, doing a, a talk show. And you, the members of the audience, I'm sorry to say, we will not be able to look at what you're saying and respond to stuff. We might pause halfway through, but regardless, after we make it through the show, during the show, this little thing will be floating on the screen at the top to rem remember that, sorry folks, you know, uh, ch chat amongst yourselves, uh, you know, make your own suggestions for what we're talking about, play with your avatars if you're a subscriber, all kinds of silly things you can do, um, and when the show is over, we'll come back, we'll probably do some Q&A, maybe Mom Gamer will have been here, uh, and we'll we'll do that, we'll, we'll argue, Ruel is pro Wrath of Khan, the greatest Star Trek movie of all time, I would yes. argue otherwise. Uh, you folks could actually uh, guess what I might argue in favor of over Wrath of Khan, for instance, <laughs> and um, yeah, spoiler it's not Star Trek 5. 
So if I, I was just, just get say, that one out of the way, um, you know, mountain climbing did not push it over the top. So, um, right. So we're about to get going and let me, let me make sure I've got everything set up. Right. I need, yep. so you have and your before list. Before we get going, right? well, yeah, I have my list ready. And before we get going, we do need to get a secret word for our, yes, um, we do. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. It is time for the secret word. So that means we are still interacting with you folks, folks during the show, there's going to be a secret word that viewers have to listen for to be able to enter the contest. Every week we ask you folks, what's a good suggestion for a secret word? Uh, grant or denied says Nazgoth. Oh, that's funny. Um, let's see. Grant. Denied. That's, that's the first suggestion. A bombastic, okay. uh, bombastic, J.W. Spiker okay. says. Oh, as a relation, because when um, I was having my audio fail and the audience couldn't tell me because oh. I didn't notice the chat, they started just bombarding me with bomb stickers and I would just hear explosions in my head and I would know, oh, that's how I know the sound is off. Bananas. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Bomb t- bombs might work. All right, hold on a second. I have to look at my list. Yeah, I have one that I think bombs. I can you, 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 you want to go with bomb? There. Yeah, let's do. Liz yeah. Gamer Girl says grant or denied would be metal. It would be metal, and it's, but I don't know how I can work it into my, my list of games. I, I, yeah, that's a tough one. Deny. All right, and if, if you've got bomb, I'm going with bomb. Okay, let's do. Because by the way, folks, this is hard for us to do. Because <laughs> um, we're trying it's to do really it in a way hard. that's really smooth. We have to remember to do it and not forget all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah. Meeples and Mocktails suggests attorney. I'm not quite sure why. Did we talk about attorneys now? I don't know. Yep. Wait a second. Now I'm thinking, can I fit bomb here? Oh, oh can you not work bomb in? Now I'm like, I'm thinking it, it might be a little... Uh... All I right, mean, yeah, All I, right. I, I, I can do it. I can you do okay, it. Okay, okay. Uh, well, I got it. I was about yeah. to take on denied, but um, but you, you're taking on bomb. Folks, suggest I'll denied again for, for super fans. Um, Brenner just said boom, please, through the power of stickers. That's boom. what Brenner wants to see. More bombs. Ooh. So it's bombs. Um, yeah, if we were to work it out ahead of time when you said it, I could throw the sticker on screen. Um, but of course, you oh. don't want to do that because nobody wants to say when it happens because that just means you're giving away your competitive advantage. If you heard it and other people didn't, your chances of winning the contest go up. So you got to keep that away. secret. Yep. All That's right, shakalaka right. boom, okay. kabuki kids suggest as how you just naturally work it in by just in casual conversation <laughs> saying shakalaka boom for no particular reason. It's like, here we are talking about shakalaka boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that Love is the it. nature of this show. Okay, let's see. So. Once again, we are back offline, folks. Sorry, we will be back after the show is over, unless we take a mid-break. Haven't done that for a while. So I need to yeah. say, right, um, what, what, oh, that's the wrong list. I need to put the banner at the bottom of the screen, because we're not in the pre-show anymore. Save. All right. I'm going to move this over here. There we go. So I've still got my keyboard and my mouse and my phone's over there, just in case there's an emergency. All right, I've got my list ready. Oh, I, I, are you going to go first, or am I going to go first on the list? Uh, I'll go first as usual. Right, I'll do then, the, uh, okay, the cool. evens. Then, um, then that means I have a number nine, number seven, number five, number three, and number one. Hey, before we go, I'm going to talk to the audience a little bit more. I am genuinely curious about this. There have been a handful of folks, just a, a small group. Um, uh, one of them is Paulo Renato, which, by the way, Paulo, I noticed he mentioned earlier, his illegal first name is Paulo Renato. So he's got the same thing oh. going as you. I mean, he's got four really? or five names just... in his full name. It's it's crazy. And so he's officially Paulo Renato. So you you guys are uh, you know bonded by bonded parents by the... who didn't understand how first names, names work. <laughs> 
Okay, so that's, what I was going to say, um, okay. so several people have requested, and I think I mentioned to you in the past, that when we're doing this top 10, of course, we're, we're really, it's really a top five, and I call it yeah. a top 10, I'll be honest, between you and me, folks, because it gets more clicks. Um, and it is a legitimate <laughs> 10, and so far, Ruel's never said anything I would say, oh, no, that's terrible, I wouldn't want that on the list. So, I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a legitimate list of 10 things, but it's each of us providing five to it. And um, some folks have said that what, what we tend to do is we say, okay, my number seven. All right, well, my number five. But then that reminds everybody that, well, well what was your number eight and what was your number two? If we were to um, try to reword our, rework our brains and say the number six, the number five, and treat it like okay. it's a real list. Does anybody besides Paolo Renato, first name, care, and uh, a couple other people uh, care about that? Um, oh, Paulo, uh, Paulo's oh, mother's name, uh, full name, has eight names. I guess that must be a Portuguese thing. Um, oh, wow. Let's see. Yeah. Nazgoth agrees with the Sayar, as does Forest of Glass. Uh, Forest of Glass says it is kind of confusing what we're doing right now, where we just keep switching back and forth. Do you think you could do it? I'm sorry. We did not talk about this ahead of time. This is something we should have talked yeah. about in the pre-show so do you go, instead of the pre-show. Do you want to go the number 10 or our number 10? Oh, I, I, I think it's synonymous either way. I mean, this is our okay. shared list. I mean, like, I've seen okay. other channels like... Um, Oh, I can't think of any. Like, uh, before you play, when they do a top 10, it is their top 10 because they're a couple, but each of them has five. And they say, oh, yeah, this is our top 10 or this is the top 10. So are you good yeah. with that? Can you do it? I'm, yeah, let's try it. Okay. Oh, by the way, welcome, Raiders. Welcome, Open World Addicts. Uh, thanks for joining the show. We are just about to start recording, which means we are just about to completely ignore you. Because while we're actually recording the show, uh, it's just me and Ruel. You're in the audience. You can chat amongst yourselves, ask questions. Uh, old timers uh, who are here will be able to help you out with stuff. And uh, yeah, so, okay, we've got that worked out. I need to get the browser up. Let's see. Yep. I'll just have it set to... Board Game Geek by default. Before, before we get started, can yeah. we do a uh, Battle Royale? Or do we usually do of a Battle Royale? Of course we do. That is the yeah. um, new... All right, and let's see. Battle uh, all... Get ready, everybody. All right, so one lucky winner of the Battle Royale is going to get 100 customization points. Battle Royale, if I can spell it. It's with an E at the end. Here we go. Good luck. Good luck, everybody. And uh, yes, in the Battle Royale is beginning. Phew. All right, thank you. I totally forgot. Ruckus that. also brings up a, a, good, a nice way to say it. He could, we could also say number... Five of our top ten might work. Yeah, but that might it, just as long as we don't take ownership of it. You know, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it can okay. be fairly loose. As we stop saying this is my five, this is your four. Yeah, because that is yeah. a bit confusing. So from now on, I'm going to say Ruel Grant's number <laughs> there ten <you> is. <laughs> okay, the fight has begun. I'm sure. Oh, look the, at that. Uh, Raiders are saying, "What is going on? What is this? What have What have we just raided?" Um, if they haven't already run streaming from the show. Uh, but this is all the subscribers who are on right now. They are battling to the death with their avatars. It's, it's all random. Nobody actually has any control over this right now. But whoever uh, survives to the end. And oh my god, I'm making a run for a health pack. Oh, I might subscribe wow. to I might make it to the end. Me and Andrew go head to head. I take Andrew out. I'm about to take out Orange Crush 84. Oh, but everybody's piling on me. I'm getting attacked from behind by an alien from James Cameron's aliens. Or Ridley Scott's aliens. Or I guess Gears aliens. I'm being chased by an alien. Oh, and the alien took me out. And now the alien is also taking out Itri 3. Ow. And Kabuki Kid is about to be taken out Kabuki by the alien. Kid. But Fidelio uh, Fidel 24 took out the alien. Down to three. And there were two. Fidelia 84. 
is I, th- I, I if JW Spriker does not grab one of those health packs, it's over. But he grabs one. He there or it she. Is. Okay, if this is an even fight there to the is. death, it could go either way. Good luck, uh, JW versus Fidelia. Spiker versus. Oh! You turned your back! JW! What'd you do? There you go. <laughs> Congrats. Look at that. All right. That's so fun. Congratulations, so Congratulations. JW, you panicked. Gold. You just ran for the hills, and uh, <laughs> and it didn't go your way. All right. all right. As you can see, folks, your avatars are regenerated. Everybody's fine. It was all in good fun. fun. <laughs> this is the first person I've seen using that uh, alien head. That's that's very, very cool. That was pretty cool. Yep. Uh, yeah, that I, I'm happy that I was actually hunted down and chased by and killed by a xenomorph. <laughs> that, was, that was just fun in and of itself. Did you see when the last time I done the last show? Before I had started it, I had accidentally spawned a few just generic bot ones, and I thought I'd cleared all of them out, but one of them I just had missed, and it's the uh-huh. one that actually won the battle royale. The AI, oh, no. that, you know, and every, the audience named it the Terminator because it was our, oh, you know, our robot overlords had come and wiped out everybody, um, <laughs> and so I had to manually give uh, points out to the whoever came in second place. That's Fourth funny. Thing, if I recall correctly. Oh. Yeah. The fix is in, folks. The fix is in. Tech, uh, 2674 is the alien. Well done, Tech. You didn't win the game, but you did get 100. No, no, that's right. You didn't win anything. You win nothing today, Tech. Um, you'd think that alien hat would help, but nope. But you did look, the, that was look like the coolest one out there. Uh, yes, sure. uh, yeah. You certainly won style points. That, and that counts for something. Um, okay. All right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, All right. Oh, uh, thank you, Real Bad Noobs. Uh, wishes that more Twitch users put as much into these interactions uh, as... A, Oh, that's very nice of you to say. Very nice of you to say. Yeah. Cool. I mean, honestly, some people hate this stuff. I mean, I, I get every week, I get, could you please turn off the, they're so distracting. And my thought is, well, look, they're all down at the bottom of the screen. You will notice the way this is set up. If you just look at us, they're off screen. You could literally just prop a book or, you know, cover up the bottom of the screen and they just disappear. Um, but I mean, That's to me, they true. are too much fun. I, I was a bit nervous yeah. when I first got them, but I, I, yeah. I couldn't do, I couldn't do this show without them, quite frankly. There, <laughs> <laughs> and you know you could you could always watch the you the like after it's been edited the YouTube video that, that has none of this stuff. Oh, of course, yes. Um, so, if you watch on yeah. YouTube, all because it's interesting. I'm streaming with this on, but I'm recording without it. Oh, uh, Kabuki Kid is very snarky. Points out they're all covered up right now because I forgot to turn off the Find All R and R episodes. Oopsie. Oh. <laughs> Oopsie. Anyway, though, no. I'm um, sorry about that, folks. God, oh, because that's my problem. I'm looking at over here. I see the original uh, image, and so I didn't see that it was covered up. Nobody, oh no! I, I can only do better in the future, folks. I apologize. Yes, the URL covered up everything you did. I was explaining stuff that you couldn't see. I, you know what? Lesson learned. I will do better. I have to remember, just because I can see it doesn't mean you can see it. Ruel should have mm-hmm. warned me, though. I blame Ruel. Everybody, blame, blame Ruel Grant. Blame Ruel me. denied. <laughs> Ruel denied. Bring it, folks. Okay. Okay, cool. You've got your you've got your list. I've got my list. We're ready I'm to go. To go. Um, I am warming up. Hold on a second. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm part warming up because I'm really embarrassed now that I covered up the epic battle. Oh, I feel so bad. Thank you, Brenner. Uh, says he still loves me. Brenner does. He said it, Brenner speaks for everybody that they all yes, still love me. Apparently but so. I, I I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, a bit presumptuous, Brenner. Um, okay. Phew. All right. So what is it? Okay, we okay. do. All right. So we go to the. The sponsor, this week's episode is sponsored by uh, Floodgate Games. Hey, everybody. Hey, Ruel. How you doing? All right. And then we do the What's on My Table, and which is 
I make sure this, let me sure this camera hasn't crashed. That would be a good idea to do that first. Oh, yeah. Good all idea. All right. So, all right. Can't, overhead. Wee. Hasn't crashed. Nice. The uh, browser hasn't crashed. <laughs> the, all right. Um, Floodgate Games. Okay. So, it looks like everything is there. I am ready, spaghetti to go. So, <clears throat> where are we? And I'm going to clear okay. my throat. <clears throat> and just one last time okay. for everyone here hanging out on Twitch. Thank you again for hanging out with us and uh, watching the live taping of the R&R show. Um, top 10 uh, games that are played that can be played remotely. Yep. Just a reminder that the secret word for the show is BOMB. B-O-M-B. But uh, we'll talk about it more. Yeah, when but we, you uh, get the secret extra information for being here ahead of time. Listen for Ruel. I will not be saying it. It'll be Ruel who is saying it. So that's yeah. going to help you find it. Although, if you're a subscriber, you can just whisper to me after the show is over, and I'll tell you where it is. One of the many benefits yep. of subscribing to the show. Okay, there here we go. Okay. Uh, where is it? There we go. <clears throat> if you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey everybody, this week's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by Floodgate Games. Hello, Ruel. Hello, Richard. How are you doing? I am doing A-OK. -okay. This is our 24th episode. Six months in. Unbelievable. It's it's crazy. Like It seems just like yesterday we did the first episode. But at the same time, you know, because time has no meaning, it <laughs> seems like we've been doing this forever. You know what it, I mean? It really does. I mean, half a year of our lives. Half a year of our lives. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's mind-blowing when you think about it that way. We only get it, so it, many years. It, and I've spent half yeah. of one of them with you. Yeah, and it's it's been nothing but the best time for me. I can honestly say it. I, I love coming on here every week and just hanging out, talking games, and giving away games, and uh, all, all the good things. As do I, as do I. Let's then talk about a game, shall we? Yeah. What do you got on uh, your table there? I'm glad you cool. asked. Uh, right. Let's go on ahead and switch to the overhead camera. This is Vivid Memories, previously known as Vivid, but I believe uh, during the, when it was on Kickstarter, they actually changed the name probably because there's some other game, game uh, Vivid, so Vivid Memories, and this is a fantastic, abstract, you know, uh, 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 puzzle game, kind of in the realm of Azul, but I, I, I know you've played Azul. Everybody's played Azul. And Azul has a brilliant design, but it's also designed to be very much a gateway-style game, very easy to teach, you know, really low overhead. Imagine Azul, Ruel, but a gamer's Azul with lots of interesting special powers and, and extra stuff that, you know, makes this a much richer, deeper simulation. Now, what is it? Uh, thematically, what we're doing is we are trying to bring back vivid memories from our childhood. And that's represented by these very, very cool little, um, I don't know what you call these, uh, Bakelite or what, what, 
what, what is this type of thing made of? I always thought it was Bakelite, or uh, I'm not acrylic, but yeah, Bakelite-style plastic, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And, and they're, they're cool, they're fun, and what we're doing is we're drafting them from a series of memory cards, and um, there's some interesting rules about how you can grab all of a given color, or you can grab all different colors, and once you do, if you take the last from a memory, like say I'm going to grab this, and then I can move over to the next one, I can move over here and get the other green, or I could say, hey, I'm going to get different stuff and get a whole bunch of these, depending on what I was trying to grab. But once you get these, you have to plug them literally into your brain, and you are trying to make certain patterns appear here. You're also trying to make um, um, chains of memories that will connect to the outside to score points. But the important thing is, once you clear one of these vivid memories out, this becomes yours. You have to fulfill this memory. Because by default, I remembered, oh, yo, I mean, I was going skiing. But what I remember myself as, I was on a rocket ship. And so you have to say, well, this is what I did, but this is recapturing that lost spirit of youth, of the vivid memory. And you do that by, again, fulfilling the requirements on this. But here's the interesting thing. After we're doing all the drafting, we have a series of actions we can do to manipulate the memories in our brain. And um, by default, we have these ones, you know, convert stuff and other stuff, move stuff around, swap stuff. But once we grab these, we have to cover up our original powers and replace them with different powers. And sometimes those new powers we get are nowhere near as good as the old powers. And so now, a power that's really important to me is blocked by this, so I need to fulfill this memory as quick as I can so it gets back off the board so I can get this. It's a really clever game. Um, so much stuff going on. Very, very deep. And uh, yo, and a wonderful presentation. All the art, if I recall correctly, I think it's Andrew Bosley art. And um, yeah. you know, the, you know, all these things of you know, being a happy... Oop, uh, let me fix my focus. I should have done that before we started filming. You know, oh, I was just out riding the bike. But nope, this is what I really imagined myself doing. Or, yeah, I was flying a, a cool dragon kite. But, oh, no, you better believe I was, uh, you know, dealing with real dragons. The uh, the theme here, it is an abstract game, much like Azul. But, uh, to me, the theme really makes it. But although, even if, if it was totally, th you know, theme-free, the gameplay is what's really sharp. If you sat and said, hey, do you want to play Azul or Vivid Memories? It would be this. This game scratches uh, my wife's and my super hardcore gamer itch in a really, really great way. And uh, it's what's on the table. And why is it on the table, Ruel? You might be asking yourself. Uh, because yeah. uh, the sponsor of the week, Floodgate Games, is going to be giving a copy of this away uh, to one Amazing. lucky winner. How did they win? How do they win? So, friends, during this show, at some point, we're going to be saying a secret word. And that secret word, whatever game we're talking about, that, that moment, you need to type in the the name of the game that we're talking about and send it into a in an email to contest at rotto.com right. and the the game that we're talking about. So the secret word for this episode, one of us is gonna say it. Yep. Is bomb. B-O-M-B. Bomb. Sort of like uh the old song, you drop the bomb on me, or you know I was gonna say someone is going to set us up the bomb, quite frankly. Because right. we're both old and we only have <laughs> references from twenty years or more ago. Because we do not know what the kids are saying these days. Exactly. Do the kids say that that is the bomb? Do they still say that's the bomb? I imagine bomb kids... I, I, something being the bomb must be universal, right? Hopefully. Yeah, if not, I, like I have lost all ability to keep my finger on any sort of pulse whatsoever. But as you say, one Same of here. us, at one point during our top 10 countdown, will say the word bomb. And as Ruel said, when that happens... Make a note. What game were we on? Were we on number seven or number three? Whatever game it is, 
put that as a subject matter to contest at rotto.com. And a week from now, on what is it? On February tw- or January 25th, which is my wife's birthday, by the way. Well, oh. I got to work on that. But somebody else is going to be winning a copy on my wife's birthday of uh, Vivid Memory. So that's kind of nice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Your wife's, wife's birthday. Wow, that's that's cool. Yep. Um, and don't trick me into not, saying how old she is. I've fallen for that. No, don't. Past. That's yeah, not don't, don't, I'm not going to. No, no, <laughs> no way. Um, don't want to get in trouble. Yes. Um, yeah, so friends, again, listen for that word bomb. At some point during the show, we're going to say it and uh, type in the name of the game to, and send in an email to contest at rotto.com. You'll be entered into a contest to win your very own copy of Vivid Memories. Yes, uh, and good luck to everybody. But uh, yes. we've got our day job stuff out of the way we're giving away games we're showing games we're talking about great sponsors but i think what most people are here for well is to hear what 10 games are we going to talk about and what are they what's the subject the subject for this one this episode episode number 24 six months in is the top 10 remote playable games uh these are games that you can that we found that you can play easily over Zoom or Skype or whatever software you're using. Um, but you want to talk about the parameters we set? Because this yes. made it, this was tough. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, you know, we talked about this before. We could have easily just done 10 roll and rights because roll and rights are perfect yes. for uh, remote play. Folks, there will so, be no roll and rights on this list. They're just yeah. too easy. Uh, consider number 11 on the list is any roll and write in history, including Yahtzee. Yep. You know, yeah. uh, because any of them will work. That's kind of the point. And we thought, well, yeah. that's just too easy. Let's not make a list of, of 10 ro- or eight roll and rights and two other things. So we left yeah. roll and rights out. They're the unofficial number 11. And uh, so then the next thing we had to figure out is uh, what parameters we're going to put on. Because if we wanted to really make our life hard, we could do a thing where, uh, well, the big choice we had to make was, does it work if only one player owns the game? And that was your gut reaction. You said, okay, we should only do... Yeah. And when and we started talking about that, we started looking at it, and I said, well, this is going to be a lot of party games. This is going to be yeah. a lot of werewolf clones or stuff like that. Exactly. Um, and so ultimately... And, and I mean, and that'd be fine. That would be a very good list, I'm sure. There's a, there's a lot of interesting games where, hey, only one person owns it, and yet somehow everybody can play. That's great. But ultimately... I want, at least me, I want to talk about games I really love. And so, yeah. this is a list of remote playable games that you can play with other people, provided everybody has a copy of, the, of their own copy of the game locally. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. So everyone has a copy of the game, and this is uh, it's easy enough to set up and play over just using a regular webcam. Like mm-hmm. that's another parameter. We yes. said none of this fancy. Like you know, those of us who create content, we've got the overhead cam, we've got mics, we got it. No, we're talking. Yeah, like none of this. I mean, we we could do that. You know, if you had a webcam, you could set it up like that. That's fine. But we wanted to make sure that the games were still playable if you just had like a standard webcam and no lighting or stuff like yep, that. Yep, yep, yeah. When I was making my list, I literally got my laptop, turned on the webcam, and tried to adjust the screen to say, "Okay, can you play this game? If I rotate the, ca- the screen down like this, can you? Can everybody see everything you need to see?" Nope. Too much stuff. They can't see it. This game is off the list. Um, That's know, so. funny you said that. I did the exact same really? thing last night, and that's why I was up till past one a.m. last <laughs> night, folks, because there were Setting so many games, games I had. That- yeah, I, I honestly, I thought I had a bunch of games and I was like, they didn't work. I was like, this is not going to work. I was like, I thought they would have, but then I, you know, I, I narrowed down my list and you're going to see folks where we've got, uh, I'm sure we have some uh, uh, similar choices, but we, we shall see what we've got. On I'm the, curious uh, to see 10. what you have. I, you know, so yeah. this is our definitive list of 10. I've got five, you've got five. We have no overlaps. And, um, and remember, 
no rolling rights or or flipping rights for that matter. Uh, no yeah. random slat random and rights. We left all those off because that's just yep. so easy. Yeah, you only need one copy. Everybody else can just print out or you know, I mean, heck, just literally use graph paper or whatever it might be. That was too yeah. easy. Yeah. We want a little bit of a challenge. So exactly. that's it, folks. Those are the parameters. Uh, you'll have to let us know in the comments if we totally missed the uh, boat on this. But are you ready to go, Ruel? Do you have R number 10 um, in yep. mind? All right. So our number 10, folks, of the top 10 remote playable games is... Yes. Give us a quick pause here. Yes. Here we go. Onitama. Okay. Um, Onitama. This is a two-player game. It's an abstract game in its heart. And as you'll see here, as uh, we bring up the link, there um, it is. There it is. Yes, Onitama. Wow, it's seven years old. I thought it was a newer game. Okay. Well, wonderful game. It's a basically if you like chess but don't want to sit there for an hour burning your brain. This is like a, um, I, I've always preferred this chess just because you have certain moves that you can do on your turn based on what random cards you draw at the start of the game. So set up. You're going to set up a different game every time. You're going to play a card or do a move with a piece. And then you're going to remove that card or put it in the discard pile. And you're going to take another card. And they they cycle through. Mm -hmm. um, I picked this one for remote play because I've done this before. Um, it's super easy. All you have to do is uh, put your webcam on the board. As long as two players have the board, you can say, hey, move um, you know, my pawn. Right. Or I, I think they're priests or monks or whatever. Move my pawn from you know A1 to A2 or whatever. You can totally set that up. It's super easy. And the object of the game is, uh, like chess, you want to capture the main piece of your opponents. But there's a second way you can win as well. If you get your main monk or your priest or whatever it is, all the way to the other side, to the other side of your opponent's home base, basically, you win as well. So there's two ways to win. I've always enjoyed this game. Michelle and I love it. Um, well, obviously, we play in person. We don't play remotely. But <laughs> I played remotely with friends, and um, it totally works. It, it's a fun game. Uh, maybe like a 15-minute game, but if you want that feeling of chess without having to you know, learn all the different moves and stuff, there it is, Onitama. Uh, that's, that's our number 10 top 10 remote playable games. An excellent choice. And actually, interestingly, I am seeing that people are making their own homebrewed versions of it and posting pictures of it that. on BoardGameGeek to make it even easier to play remotely. Now, I'm curious. You said wow. you did play this remotely. Did yeah. um, both you and the other player, this is a two-player-only game, um, did you both have a copy? Because I could see this one working with only one copy, uh, depending on how well you can set up your webcam, because it's, it's such yeah. a small footprint game. It is. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So yeah, you could play it with both players, but yeah, I just play, I have the copy of the game and me and my friend, I just, you know, labeled the little uh, squares, you know, A1, A2, then B2, B2. And it's like, okay, what do you want to move to? And then, you know, I show the cards and, you know, here's what you can move. It's, it's, it totally worked. Fun game to play remotely. Obviously, a fun game to play in real life as well. Yep. And with also, this game has a ton of really cool expansions. I mean, it just gets cooler yes. and cooler the more you go down this rabbit hole. Yeah, good choice. Yeah. Okay, so that was your, hey. that was our number 10 Power. on the list. Uh, Onitama. Okay, well, cool. Then let's move on to number nine, which is uh, near and dear to my heart Tiny Towns. Oops, tiny oh, yeah. towns, not plural. Nice. Singular, tiny towns. And uh, much like you, I know how well this can be played remotely because 
gosh, I think it's two years ago now, uh, something like that, I got on Facebook and uh, played this game with the crew from Alderac Entertainment, AEG, the publisher of yeah. it. For, almost, for over a year, I think, every week, AEG would get together with other people and just play a game of Tiny Towns over Zoom. And um, yeah, it works great. Uh, again, this is a case where everybody really needs to have their own copy set up. Although the interesting thing is, this is going to be a recurring motif in mine. Where possible, I was trying to pick games that, yes, everybody has to have a copy, but the reality is that um, if you were to buy just one copy and give half of the components to one of your friends, then they've got everything they need, you've got everything you need. Uh, if you, uh, you know, uh, One player basically chooses what cards are set up that we're building towards, um, and so it's nice if other players can set that up for themselves remotely, but you don't need to, you can remind each other of that, but if everybody has enough cubes and everybody has a little 4x4 four four grid and you know some simple things that represent buildings, yeah, you can play this game remotely and it works fantastically. Uh, here's John, the head of AEG, who is just calling out bingo style the cubes that each of us would build in our own little 4x4 grid, trying to make the perfect tiny town. And, I mean, Tiny Towns is in my top 50 games of all time. I absolutely love it to pieces. There's multiple different ways to play it. It's a great solo puzzle game as well. But, from personal, hands-on experience, I know just... It, it works so well remotely that AEG... And you can see, we were just playing on Zoom. They didn't do any fancy special setup stuff at all. And this was just uh, us playing and having a good time, chatting, talking about the making of the game, and all that, and uh, for the record, uh, I won't say whether I won or lost, but they told me at the time I had the best score of any of their guest appearances at that time. So, oh yay me. wow, that nice. did not put it on the list, but uh, but playing it uh, <laughs> remotely and having such a wonderful time. I've also played it remotely um, with uh, another contributor to the channel, Ryan Crichton of Nights Around a Table. He and I, uh, when I did my run through. Of the, of the game, he and I faced off against each other, and this is really awesome. You can watch my run-through of Ryan and I playing through a full game of Tiny Towns, then you can go to his channel and watch his run-through of the same thing, but t filmed from his perspective, where he, it's hilarious. It's one of the funniest board game videos of all time, as far as I'm concerned, because he really uh, amped up, to, you know, when he made mistakes, he like he did a voice thought, you know, thoughts in his head, you know, voice overlays, and it's just awesome. So I have played That's Tiny cool. Town more than once remotely. It has always worked fantastically. And again, if you don't want to buy two copies, you can buy one, split the components amongst your friends and family, and you can uh, you can get a lot of love out of this game. Number nine yes. on the list, Tiny Towns. Great choice. And, you know, I was wondering who else was on that. I also played with AEG. Oh, uh, did you? You that. were on their show, too? I did. And no, I was, was terrified. I scored guy so I'm glad game. to hear that you did well. Yes. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I yeah, we got crushed. I think um, Peter McPherson, the designer, was in our um, our call, and he just crushed us. No, and actually, it was we... either Peter or no Josh Wood, uh, one of the like developers. Josh he was, Wood he was... is a tiny town's monster. I can confirm that. He is. I can also he... confirm I got a higher score than Peter, the designer of the game. Wow, good for you, man. That's that. Yeah, feather <laughs> in your cap, my friend. A uh, wonderful game. You know, just a, uh, one thing real quick. You could actually play this with graph paper if you yes. really. You know, if you really want to, just uh, graph paper. I think it's like a four by four grid. You just yep. draw the little uh, pieces that you that you pull there. Yeah. Again, go check out the run through that's on my channel. Just do a search for Rado Tiny Towns, and I think I even talk a little bit up front. Here's what you'll need to do if you want to play along with me and Ryan and see if you can beat our scores. All right. Mm -hmm. Nice choice. Okay. Uh, so let's move on to our number eight game yes. uh, to play remotely. It is. 
Kubitos. Kubitos. Mm-hmm. Speaking of AEG, mm-hmm. I had this is one of my favorite games of last year. I have not played it remotely, but you can totally play remotely. If everyone has a copy, all you need are, you know, access to the dice and one player, everyone could set up the board as well, but you would just, you know, keep track of who's um, you know, who's in the lead, who's moving, and because everyone's gonna roll their own dice anyways simultaneously. Right. So you just roll the dice and then you tell, you know, hey, I'm gonna move this here, I'm gonna buy this dice. I'm I'm going to you know move my little uh, Kubitos figure uh, on this side of the track and so forth. I just think it'll be a wonderful game. I mean, I love the game itself, but I think it would work uh, remotely um, as long as everyone has a copy because there's a ton, a ton of dice there. It's fun. It's uh, pretty easy to pick up, and I don't see why you wouldn't be able to play it remotely. I, that I, is I'm our inclined number... to agree. I think it would work because the interesting thing is, like I said, this is a race game at its heart. A lot of race games have a lot of player interaction. You know, dropping oil slicks or shooting each right. other with harpoon guns or stuff like that. This is a very live and let live race. Everybody's just trying to do their personal best. So, you know, having one shared board, uh, you know, I don't think you'd run into as many problems. Like, okay, how many steps are you away from me? Because I need to get into yep. position so I can shoot you and stuff like that. That's not the case. Right. I think the only overlap between players is you can't occupy the same space, although you can just drive right through each other. So yep. um, I don't think you'd have a lot lot of you know tri- uh, a lot of hard time keep track of where am i okay uh, i i'm i'm the cute little elephant i'm the only one i can see where i am i'm gonna move around here and because uh, right. you're right i mean the heart of the game is this wonderful uh dice pool building push your luck game that is so exactly. brilliant i agree yeah and that's what, that's what I was thinking, too, uh, just because it is so easy to keep track of where you are on the track itself. You know, you just need you, you honestly just need one person to do that. And then everyone has their pools of dice. And as long as they have the dice, then they're going to be able to, you know, build their uh, pool and roll and just let the main person know, hey, I'm going to move this way. I stop on that spot and so forth. And then, hey, I've won. And that that that's it. I it's yeah, yeah it, it's such a great game. And I, I feel like it would be a fun one to play remotely. I, I agree. I, I yeah. I, I actually considered this one. Uh, it, 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 oh, did you? Yeah, it didn't quite make. Uh, you know, my it was it was one I thought about quite a bit, and mm-hmm. um, and I think when I was considering it, I wasn't thinking about oh, if multiple players have a copy, because one thing that would bother me is right. I I need to remember every time you set up the game, you get a different collection of cards that indicate what the different dice powers are, and I was thinking oh, yeah. that'd be really hard to see on one player's screen. Um, but then, yeah. but well, we're doing this thing where, hey, if multiple people own the game, it's not going to be a problem at all. And, yeah. uh, you know, and I think maybe I should have circled back around. Although if I had, then we'd have a, a conflict and we'd have an overlap. So yeah. I'm glad you mentioned it because, yeah, it is uh, just such a great game. It is yeah. tied neck and neck as my favorite race game of all time. It's this and, uh, was it Race for El Dorado or Rolled for El Dorado from Reiner Kinesi? Oh, Quest for El Dorado. Or Quest, thank you. Quest for El Dorado. Wonderful game. I think game. Cubitos probably eclipses El Dorado yeah. at this point. It's then, so good. And again, with, uh, well, yeah, with uh, Cubitos, you can play it remotely. I don't think you can play Quest remotely because it's deck building. So you need those cards. Yeah, exactly. Right? I, 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 I mean, yeah, I, that one would yeah. not. I mean,. You could, but it would be a lot of work. It would be a lot of overhead. You would definitely have to set up special cameras and stuff like that. I mean, strictly speaking, any game can be played remotely. Uh, True. It's just a question of how much groundwork do you have to do. And uh, and also, by the way, folks, obviously, a lot of games can be played remotely via video games, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about things you can touch and feel. Yeah. And uh, I actually, one of my uh, a couple of my choices earlier before we started doing the list. I was like, oh, we can, I can totally play this remotely. But then they have a, a digital adapt, uh, adaptation. I'm like, 
then people would just play the digital game. Like, why even bother? Oh, with really? This? So, oh, so you you dismiss some because the the video game version that is available is so good already. Yeah. So That's okay, fair. here's one that you'll appreciate. I, I had on my list, and I've done this remotely. Castles of Burgundy. Oh, I sure. actually did. I, I did the physical version with my friend Daryl. We actually live streamed it. He had his board. I had mine. I, I did the shared board in the middle. But then I was like, well, I was going to put that on my list. But, you know, the Castle Burgundy app is fantastic. So it is really nicely that. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's okay. another thing we have to do at some point. Top 10, you know, video game, board game adaptations. That's actually a really That'd good topic. That'd be a good list. Uh, folks, yeah. let us know in the comments. Would you be interested in that? The one time I ever did video game content on the channel, I did my top 10 favorite video games, one of my worst performing top 10s of all time. So I oh, don't know really? if people want to hear. But I mean, you know, board game adapt yeah. video game adaptations of board games, that could be a really interesting topic. There are so many amazing ones out there now. Mm-hmm. Yep. But anyway, okay. that was number eight on the list, correct? So we're now That's moving on correctly. to number seven, Calico. Oh, I love Calico so much. Yes. Calico is yes. so amazing. And honestly, I was shocked that I didn't find out that we were going to have any kind of overlap here. I figured for sure you were going to put Calico on your short list as well. This is a game of quilt making. And um, again, this is going to work best if everybody has their own copy. The only real overlap between players, though, is... Three simple tiles that everybody can see. Hey, for this round, we're drafting from these three tiles. And here's a few uh, cards that are set up showing here's what special objectives are set up in the game. It is child's play to put that information on a uh, you know on screen via Zoom or whatever without having to really do anything fancy so that everybody can play this game and because this is a this is a multiplayer solitaire game once you've picked a tile that you're going to try to put somewhere on your quilt to meet one of three different quilt demands to meet one of three different cat demands to um, try to get color matching demands there every choice you make is so laden with consequence I mean this is a game that just makes you the whole time saying I don't need to walk and the other groans of you know desperation is when somebody grabs that perfect tile you were hoping to grab. Um, yeah, I think this would work phenomenally well because there's very little information that has to be on screen. Provide everybody, yep. and this is another game, by the way, folks, that um, you could probably split up. Could you split? Up? No, I don't think you could split this one up because there's a finite number of each unique type of tile. And right. um, but yeah, so that wouldn't work. But uh, yeah, multiple copies of Calico makes this a must-play. Uh, you know, I mean, and honestly, you, you can see the game when you're playing solo by yourself. It's so tiny. I, you could instead of seeing each other's faces, we could see each other's boards and keep an eye on what everybody's doing too. I think this would work a treat. It's one yeah. of my favorite tile laying games of all time. Uh, just talking about it right now makes me want to play it. I would happily play it remotely with you uh, if Jen yeah. wasn't interested. So that is. Calico, thank you. Um, all right, number seven. <laughs> number Calico. seven. I, I, so confession, I have two games that didn't make my top ten. Okay, Tiny Towns and Calico. Wow, Those were just, just right outside. And I, I was hoping you, I figured you put Calico, but I'm glad that you also put uh, Tiny okay. Towns. All right, two awesome games. Awesome games. We are simpatico. Okay. Yes. Uh, right, let's move six. on to our number six. Uh, number six um, is, <clears throat> excuse me, Karuba. Ooh, okay. Okay. You always got to sing that when I talk about Karuba. Karuba, uh, (laughs) this is similar to uh, Tiny Towns where it's a bingo style. So someone's going to be calling out, um, you know, numbered tiles. So you have 36 tiles and you have a map. And what you're trying to do is take your adventurers through the jungle or whatever to their uh, 
uh, temple, matching temple color. Um, so you want the yellow uh, or gold um, adventurer to get to the gold temple and so forth. And you're just laying out, the, these are randomly drawn, and um, you're just laying out the tiles as you can to make those paths. Now, the tricky part is, how do you move the adventurers? I'm glad you asked, Ruel. The way you move them <laughs> is you discard one of your tiles when it's called and the number of exits it has on a tile. That's how many spaces you can move. And if you land on a tile that has a gem or a gold piece, you'll collect that. Those are worth points at the end. If you get to... Um, it's a, basically a race. The first player to get to their temple will get, uh, get extra points. The next person will get points, but they'll be a little lower amount, and so forth. And you play until someone's either gotten to all their adventures to the temples, or you've run out of tiles at all 36. I've played this numerous times remotely. Oh, really? It is super easy. Yes, it's fantastic. Uh, a couple of years ago, um, if anyone's heard of Gen Can't, that is the online version of Gen Con, where people who can't make it to Gen Con, they gather rem uh, remotely, digitally to play games. We had a big game. It was Mega Karuba. Oh, so wow. one player, I believe it was T from uh, formerly of, Ta of Haba, uh, they just you know called out numbers and we all played the same. There was like a hundred people playing. Wow. And then you know. Yeah, then the, whoever's the first person, hey, I got gold, take that one, take the bonus point off, and so forth. And then, you know, everyone was, um, you know, it, it was such a great time, and I've actually played this. Um, I've streamed it a couple of times as well. It works so awesome as a remote game. That's why it's our number six, Karuba. I'll be honest, I'm embarrassed. I totally forgot about this. I t it just oh, completely slipped my mind. It's from designer Rudiger Dorn, you know, one yes. of the OG modern, I mean, you know, Istanbul, Go, I mean, so many amazing games. And this is a fantastic game, too. And you are right. It is perfect for this. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, the, the bingo style, one person calls, everybody has to deal with that. Uh, it just, it's just, it's, that's why Tiny Towns work so well. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. What was wrong with my brain? I'm glad you got that's it. Fun. I completely agree. That 100% deserves to be on this list. Number yeah. six. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, cool. then, let's move on, shall we, to number five. I think you're going to be pretty happy with this one. Number five, Ooh. Sagrada. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes indeed. Fantastic Oh, my game. goodness. This game is is so great. And um, let me turn off those closed captions, because you don't need to see it. This is a promotional video I found for it from uh, Floodgate Games. Oh, and by the way, folks, yes, I recognize Floodgate Games is the sponsor of this week's show, but Sagrada <laughs> would have made the list anyway, quite frankly. Yeah. I mean, this is such an amazingly brilliant uh, and simple little dice drafting game. Again, comes tons of beautiful, colorful dice. Every round, there's a certain number of dice that are out on display. We're going to take turns grabbing them and trying to assign them to our own little stained glass window that we're trying to create. Uh, very, very simple. And again, a game with very little common information that has to be spread out amongst players. Everybody can see, alright, these are the ones that are available, these are the special power cards that are on in this particular part of the game. I've got my own copy, I've got my own um, thing, I've got my own dice, I am ready to go. And it's just when my turn comes around, okay, what dice are still there? Okay, I'll take that one. And, uh, and then everybody can see that one's gone. So it'll work great. It's another one that I believe will work great if you only want to buy one copy and then spread around the components amongst your friends. I believe there are enough dice in this box that you could... Uh, ensure that works for everybody. And it's it's beautiful. It's incredibly sharp and puzzly. Uh, and uh, yeah, I absolutely adore it. It's had a couple of expansions as well that really uh, up the ante and make it a lot more crunchy and more or less gateway. This is very much a gateway style game. You start putting the, uh, the life and the passion expansions in, it really starts ramping up. And uh, yeah. I, I highly recommend number five, 
Sagrada. Yeah, Sagrada, it's a winner. Um, like you said, add those expansions, your brain starts melting because they, they <laughs> add a lot of stuff to it. And it's got a great solo game uh, mode as well. It's e totally easy to play solo, but you're right, uh, remote, <laughs> super easy to implement, and just such a fantastic game. I, it's one of our family favorites as, as well. Excellent. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, uh, so that's our number five. Let's move on to our number four, which I don't. I think you'll like this one. Yeah. The Search for Planet X. Ah, uh, of course. This, Jeez Louise. Yes. That I makes was, perfect sense. Right? This game was made, I feel like it was made for remote play because all you need is that score sheet. Um, so you are you and your fellow explorers are searching for the planet X and it's a, a deduction game, which surprised me because I did not think I would like this. I'm not a deduction fan. I'm horrible at it. Mm -hmm. I, I'm horrible at this game, but I love it. <laughs> it's so well done and you can easily play it. I've played it uh, several times remotely. Uh, I was doing some stuff for Renegade when the game came out and we actually did a live playthrough. I did not have a copy of the game at the time, but they just sent me the score sheet and I could totally play along. It's got a really cool integrated app that'll help yep. you uh you know give you the clues that you need and using your power of deductions and reasoning you're going to find out eventually where planet x is but the qu question is can you do it before your uh, other uh, astronomers uh because maybe they've got some clues that uh, clue them in a little quicker than you so it is a race to find it it's such a wonderful game i love the theme um it is based on science it's mm -hmm. i mean it's uh, you know based on actual science that uh, researchers have, have done just a, a Great, great game and really easy to implement on remote play. That is the search for Planet X. I agree. I mean, you mentioned uh, th this is basically a modern take on Mastermind, uh, and it uses yeah. the app so players don't have to give clues to each other. And one of the cool things is, hey, uh, yeah, we're playing remotely. Uh, you start up the game on the app. You give me a code. I put that in on mine, and our apps are synced up. Really nice, super simple, super smooth. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, you talked about how this is based on real science. I would go so far as to say is, this game makes you feel like you are doing the exact same simple versions of the same yes. kind of thought processes that real um, you know astronomers have to go through to find planet X and you know and study the heavenly bodies. It is a yeah. brilliant design and I would say surprisingly thematic. It really pulls you into that world it, with the way your, your telescope is rotating and so you're pointing at different parts of the nighttime sky. Uh, yeah. yeah, good call. Now, yeah, strictly speaking. I, to uh -huh. keep track of what you're trying to do, you do write stuff down. Yeah. That's, I love that about this game. I actually do feel like a scientist. I'm like mm -hmm. taking, taking my notes. notes. Exactly. And then as you go around the board, you're going to have conferences. You have a peer review. You know, it's just the theme is 100% yeah. amazing. So well integrated. Yeah, love it. But I was just going to say, always... did you break our rules? But then I realized, wait a minute, there's no randomness here. This is not a roll or a flip and write. Right. Because, yeah. at, you know, when, when you start the game up and you fire up the app, the app decides mm -hmm. this is where all the celestial bodies are. And we are just exactly. using not social deduction, but logical deduction based on yes. what we've discovered, based on what we've seen our opponents do, and what questions mm -hmm. they've asked to try and figure out, um, you know, where is Planet X? Brilliant choice. Yeah. I am, again, embarrassed that that did not even occur to me because that's just about freaking perfect. Such a good game. Yeah. Yep. And that's the thing, I you know, I love it so much, and it's really not a game that's in my wheelhouse, but that's why I was so impressed with it. Mm -hmm. I, it was 
probably one of my top three games of 2020. It was such a brilliant design. But that's our number four, folks, The Search for Planet X. Okay, okay. Well, then, let's move on to number three on the list. Now, so far, we've been talking about, like, fairly big games. I think this one's a little bit smaller. Maybe people haven't seen it as much. But this is another one of my favorite tile-laying games of all time. Number three is Subdivision. Right. Oh. Now, have you played this one? I wouldn't be surprised if you have. I have not. This, I'm curious to hear what you have yeah, to say about this it. This is from Bezier Games. This was the thematic sequel to um oh uh, uh oh gosh suburbia uh, su- suburbia suburbia which of course was a monster hit um yeah i didn't even think it could suburb would suburbia work well no i don't think suburbia would work well there's too much interplay between players but right, subdivision right. is taking the same basic idea of everybody is building their own little suburb or subdivision in this game and uh it's by doing tile laying there is a, a common group of tiles uh, there are, I'm sorry. Actually, no. It's not, it's not that there's a common group of tiles. It's that there is a die roll because um, you know this game at first glance almost feels a little bit more like you know the tile laying of Castles of Burgundy, trying to create you know the perfect hex, putting certain tiles next to other tiles so that you can trigger stuff, building roads between them and all that. But the entire game is driven every round by the roll of a die because the game comes. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, where at some point when I roll the thing, it comes with a big fat chunky die that is basically the planning permission we have for a given round that tells everybody what sections of our subdivision can we build in. Um, now, it is a bit tricky because there is tile drafting, and I think this wouldn't be one where you could share, uh, you know, because every, th- th- this has a, what do you call it? Um, it's Seven Wonder style tile drafting. So I've got some tiles. I'm going to keep one of them. I'm going to give the rest to you. So that's a little bit more work than some of the other ones because you know, I'll, you know, at the end of my turn, I'll say, "Okay, I'm handing you three blues and a green." But it's as simple as that because this is not a game with oh, where these are really complicated tiles. Okay, I, I took, I, uh, I, I used my yellow. I'm handing you three blues and a green, and she so say, "Okay, that's my hand on this turn." And then you have to tell the next person, "Okay, you got three reds and a yellow." And so. There's a little bit you have to do every round, but that's okay because that's over very, very quickly. And then what happens is the you roll the die. The die tells you, sorry, this round you can only build in um, green spots. And what are you going to do? Now, what you can do is hemorrhage points to be able to ignore the public planning office and build wherever the heck you want to. And that is super duper painful to do. It's a brilliant game. I absolutely love everything about it. Uh, there's uh, objectives that everybody's kind of race for. And but again, you'll be able to see that. That's just you know shared information. There's this one little bit you have to do. But I can imagine it being a real pain to try to do uh, you know a Seven Wonders remotely. Because if I tell you, okay, I'm sending yeah. you a temple and a... And and uh, an aqueduct and, a, and a, a level two warrior, you'd have to wait. Where are all these? I have to find all these cards. But here, you right. just set it up. You've got a big old pile of, you can see all the tiles. There's simple colors. And say, oh, okay, you just hand me, okay, two blues and a green. This is my hand now. And so I was, when I thought about it and I realized, oh, you could actually do a drafting style game, a Seven Wonders Sushi Go style drafting game remotely, really easy and simply. I got really excited about this. Now, this is a bit iffy, but I am very confident that Subdivision would work really wonderfully remotely so it makes the number three slot wow i've never played this game before and just based on that i i would totally try that i think that's really cool that if you could do that yep. you know a drafting game remotely I, that's oh that's so cool um i feel like subdivision sort of flown under the radar very for whatever much so reason, I, right? I think the problem was um that everybody loved Suburbia. Suburbia was a right. monster hit. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, this subdivision is going to be amazing Suburbia too. No, it's not. 
It's kind of thematically tied, but it's such a radically different game. The puzzle is so different that I think people were just kind of, you know, they, they, they had certain expectations. The game ended up being something else, and it just never really caught fire, which breaks my heart because it's uh, such a brilliant game. So tension-filled, so many tough choices from start to finish. And also, not for nothing, a ton of variety. The last page of the rulebook has, I think, like a half a dozen different variants you can play to really mix it up and do extra stuff. I was just describing the base game, but some Subdivision is phenomenal. But what's number two on the list, Ruel? Okay, let's move on to our number two. Uh, it is... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. Coming up, number two is Forgotten Waters. Um, this one mm. came out, I believe, last year. And I know this works remotely because I was able to play it remotely. We actually live-streamed it with uh, Suzanne Sheldon, Mandy Hutchison, and Joe Sundow. Um, it is perfect or remote play. This is a uh, got a some worker placement to it. It's a pirate game, folks. Right. Uh, you are going out in forgotten waters, uh, adventurers. You're thinking Pirates of the Caribbean. Plays the three to seven players. This game plays so so well online because Plaid Hat Games made it a point to come out. So they have the it's a crossroads game. This is the one the system that was used for Dead of Winter. Right. Um, also the same designer, um, Isaac Vega, I believe, was a part of the development team here for Forgotten Waters. Let's confirm. But not only do they have the app that uses it for the crossroads, they actually built a web app so you could play it remotely. And so it was geared for it. It's so good. It's got this awesome in-game narration so you really get into the theme of the game and it has a timer because there's this uh, for each little adventure you do you actually have a little real-time elements really interesting how they did this it's a worker placement game right but you know you know how you know for some co-op games you can totally get bogged down like talking okay we want to do this this and this no you start the time you got 40 seconds where are you going to play your player and what action are you going to do and the actions change from scenario to scenario it's so much fun and we had a blast playing it um, there's different scenarios. You're going to move on this uh, map here. You're going to you're going to eventually face you know other uh, ships and pirates. Yeah. So you're going to be facing those cannonballs. You don't want them to bomb you know your ship and stuff. So you got to be careful. Can you set yourself up to get past each little challenge? Um, it's so so good. I was really surprised about this. Now the game itself, it's not the most complex. No. I you know I compare it um, to Dead of Winter because it's got a similar um, uh, um, uh, system. I would say Dead of Winter is heavier than this one. This one's a little more on the light scale, but I think that's why I think that's why it works so well remotely because you can play this, you know, with friends or family who may not be the most hardcore gamers. But the theme, the uh, you know what you gotta, and folks, if you can go check out the online app and just listen to the narration. They hired like professional actors to do this stuff. It's so cool, and you know, you see the character sheets there. That's all you need. You need a character sheet, Everybody and you can tell the yeah. And one you can player download can run these. the game. I remember they make these available. Totally so you download. can just download them. You, I mean, yep. so just one person has to have the game. Yep. Yep. And you're going to level up and stuff. It's so much fun. It's a wonderful, wonderful game. That's why it's our number two on the list, Forgotten Waters. Good choice, good choice. I have to admit, I didn't really think about this one because officially, 
It's a three-player minimum game. And in fact, I completely yes. ignored it when it first came out. The publisher did yeah. ultimately release two-player-specific rules that kind of tightened up the worker placement a little bit. And let you, I think you controlled yeah. multiple workers. And it worked okay, but there's no two ways about it. I mean, this is a game where you want to play with more people. Absolutely. The more, the better. Because that process of trying to figure out, okay, we've all got our strengths as different types of pirates. Who's going to do what to deal with this particular story chapter we find ourselves in? Really yeah. good choice. I, yeah. I like I would- it a lot. Yeah, the storytelling in this is really wonderful too. There's a lot of like humor in it and a lot of it just it's so well done uh from a storytelling perspective. And that's why I'm so hyped on it. Um we played four players. I could totally see this playing at seven just as well. Um and it, because of the web app that they've created, it makes it so easy. And that's why it's in our number two, folks. Let's get to our number one. Well, I love also that you were speaking from experience, that you've actually done that. Uh, speaking yeah. of, of playing games remotely from experience, the number one on the list, we will be putting this to the test tomorrow, folks. All number right. one is Savannah Park. <laughs> Uh, now, this is the uh, latest game from uh, the super design duo of Kramer and Kiesling, one of my favorite sets of designers in the world. And at its heart, this is, a, this is another one of those bingo-style games where every round, one player is going to pick one tile uh, from their board, which is full of tiles that have all kinds of different savanna animals, rhinoceroses, ostriches, elephants, giraffes, etc., etc. So I might call out, I t- this round, everybody is moving their, um, oh, what, their rhinoceros with a pond tile. That means everybody has to find wherever they've got their tile on their randomly generated board. Everybody's got a completely different layout. Pick that tile up, flip it over to be in the final spent state, and now put it in an empty space on their board. And the thing is, everybody's board is so radically different right from the get-go. I just described pretty much all the rules of the game, folks. That's it. Yeah, Uh, It's so simple. (laughs) But the puzzle is so hard because when you pick up that rhino with with a pond, what you're trying to do is, okay, I need to put this in a place where ultimately I will be able to get as many rhinos next to this, adjacent to this, as possible. And that's going to be hard because if you put it in a place that's surrounded by giraffes, you got to get all those giraffes out of the way before you can move new rhinos in. And when you're moving those giraffes out of the way to make room for your rhinos, you're trying to make a nice home for those giraffes so you can have a big group of giraffes surrounded by each other with lots of water as well. Because the, uh, it's, the, it's basically, when you, you get all your ostriches together, it's the number of ostriches times the number of watering holes they have access to is your ostrich score. And meanwhile, you're also having to bear in fact that there are places that are on fire. And some animals can survive adjacent to that fire, and other animals can't. And, of course, the trick trickiest thing is some tiles have different animals on them. Okay, I'm going to do my double ostrich elephant tile. And so now I need to put this in a place that'll work well with my ostrich clutch and my elephant clutch. Have I been able to work that out? No, it turns out I got to put this thing off somewhere in no man's land because I, I don't have a good spot for it. There, it's it's a super duper simple game, and yet incredibly crunchy and deep. You're gonna watch yeah. if you uh, check out the on what day is it? It's going to be January 19th. Ruel and I are actually going to be streaming this live on Twitch, putting this to the test. And I've really put it to the test because my whole idea of hey, take half of a game and give it to your friends, and then you can play remotely. That's exactly what we did. Uh, Ruel has yeah. half of my <laughs> personal copy of Savannah Park. I want it back. And and um, we will be playing that live. And then at some point, i got to get down to Southern California and get that back. Um, but it's yep. uh, my wife and I, we have enjoyed this so much. And I expect we are going to have a blast. And you, the audience, can have a blast too. Uh, if, it's, if, if, if it's past 
the 19th when you're watching this top 10, check the show notes down below or hit that eye in the top right corner screen. There will be a link that takes you directly to our remote gameplay section of number one on the list, Savannah Park. Yeah, I, I can't wait for tomorrow um, to play it. And I did do a solo run through. <laughs> it's so much crunchier than I thought it was. Oh my gosh. I, it's, it's like you said, it's super easy. The rules are so like you basically describe the game in like a minute and a half mm-hmm. and it's super easy to pick up. But then as you're playing, it's like, oh no, I need to place, no, I need to place this here, there. And it, it never works out the way I wanted to. I, I love it, and I can't wait to play it. Uh, great choice for our number one, Savannah Park. All right. Well, I am very happy with that list. You had some excellent choices that, again, you, you I, I'm too, so sir. glad you're yeah. here because it just would have slipped my mind. And how could I not put Karuba on this list? That was <laughs> fantastic, sir. But yes. job great done. Games. And audience, did you hear one of us say the word bomb? Did one of us set you up the bomb? If so, what game were we talking about? Once again, send an email to contest at raw.com with the name of the game in the subject. Not bomb in the subject, not contest in the subject. Uh, the name of the game specifically. And uh, we'll put you in uh, the drawing and maybe you'll get lucky and win a copy of the excellent, excellent Vivid Memories from our sponsor, Floodgate Games. And that's it. Well, did we miss anything? Are, are we good to go? I think we're good to go. That was a great list. And, you know, like we said before at the start of this, it was a lot tougher to put this list together than I yeah. thought. So I'm I'm glad to see the titles that we came up with were all games, yeah, I would totally recommend. I, 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 I just love this image I have of you, you know, um, you know, late at night, uh, you know, trying to, you know, lit only by the light of your laptop so as not to wake anybody up. Wait, we both did fit? it. That's the Does funny part. Fit? Love it. Cool. Yes. All right. Well, thanks as always for watching, folks. Thank you very much to Ruel for being the best co host in the business. And also thanks to our sponsor, Floodgate Games, for making the show possible. Have a good day, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye bye. Uh, hello, everybody. We are back. And oh, I'm so sorry. Check Games Edition Raiders. Um, oh, did, 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 did they have you do the uh, check this raid out? I missed it. We missed it because we were doing the show. Oh, but welcome. Hopefully, some of you it. stuck around. Yes. Oh, oh man. I can't. I, I, I'm being genuine. How did I not think of freaking Karuba? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That totally would have made funny. my list. Speaking yeah, of main so lists, uh, one of the things we want to do for folks who aren't watching on YouTube but actually are catching us live is, we're not done with the list, folks. Let's actually talk in our post show about the ones that we could have, our, our number five to ten, yeah. shall we? Oh, yeah, you know what I forgot to do? I probably should have done this during the show, but I just want to remind everyone, after we're done here with the R&R show, y'all are going to raid my channel because I'm going to go live in, a, in about 20 minutes or so, and I'm going to play one of the games on the list. Can I talk about what game yes, it is? Yes, yeah, well, um, what, what is happening after we're done here today in, uh, in about my 40 channel, minutes from now? I'm going to be playing Karuba. What? It's all set up. We are good to go, folks. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That um... Yes, so Karuba, just like I talked in the in the uh, the show there, you can totally play it online, folks. If you have a copy, go run, get it out of the closet, get out of uh, the uh, shelf or whatever. Play along with me. I'm going to be playing live at 2 p.m. Pacific here. Uh, you know, we'll wait till the raid comes in. And we'll hang out for a few minutes. But yeah, we are all set up to go. I love playing Karuba online with y'all. So come join me. That's what we're going to be doing. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. I'm looking through right. the chat. I do not see mom. Or actually, I can just click on this button. And it'll tell me if mom gamer is here. Yeah, under oh, users. Oh, no, I, it looks like Mom Gamer is here. So we could do our fight that she requested a week ago. Um, let's see, I, I, is this list right? Is oh, it, I mean, okay, I don't this, see her on there. 
Yeah, I don't see her chatting, and she's normally a pretty chatty Kathy. Yeah. Um, like oh, I, I do click see on the users just got a chat. this or that requested as well. That just came in. So, we're done a little early, folks. Okay. We've got 27 minutes. Um, and Board Game Geek, welcome to the party, pals. Welcome. Uh, 42 people just showed up. That is excellent. We uh, just finished recording our top 10 remote play remote playable games. We've just finished that, and now we're going into the post-show interactive bit where we talk to the audience, we do Q&A, and we take requests from the audience. Do you want to do the this or that? Let's see. Hold on a second. Let's do this or that. Yeah, no one's... Uh, right. Okay. So, folks, I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of a this or a that. It's basically a segment during the show where um, the audience, you, start uh, saying blue or yellow, uh, peanut butter or chocolate, you know, uh, Luke Skywalker or Han Solo, whatever it might be, and we just rapid fire say, oh, I prefer X to Y. So, um, let's go on ahead. Uh, Duck of Death 5 has requested, using his channel points, a this or that. We are going to give them a this or that. And in the meantime, uh, while everybody starts thinking about this or that's to throw at us, has anybody thrown any at us yet? No. Nope. Okay, I well, we am do have, just going to uh, go to a random quick. page. We have a, a, a bunch of gift subs being um, oh, oh, sent oh. out by Board Game Boy. They've dropped a bunch of subs. Thank you, Board Game Boy. Board Game Boy, thank you very much. Um, you know, board, you just um, gave a gift to Board Game Geek TV itself. Um, <laughs> that's very cool. Uh, I, 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 that is excellent. Okay, uh, a lot more love. Anybody, check Games Edition. If you just got a subscription to the show for the next 30 days... Uh, in a few minutes, down there below at the bottom, your little stream, Steam, stream avatar will appear. And you will be able to customize it, dance, sing, hug people, challenge each other to duels, stuff like that. And uh, hopefully you enjoy. But if you scroll down the video, past the video, there's a section devoted to subscribers that lists all of the benefits we're giving. Like, for instance, did you know that if you subscribe to this show, whisper me and I will uh, give you a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I, I will give you a link to a special, uh, exclusive playthrough of a game that my wife and I did. Like, for instance, right now, if you whisper me, uh, if, and you're a subscriber, I will give you a link to a, it was like a two-hour-long playthrough that my wife and I did of Zulk and the Mayan Calendar, uh, plus the, uh, the, uh, the, the Tribes expansion. And I know there's some Czech Games Edition fans in the audience, so maybe you want to see that. If you're a subscriber, whisper me either now or after the show. I'll catch it later on in the day, too. I'll send you the link so you can watch that. Every month we put out a new video. Uh, if you need help finding the uh, secret word... Uh, Ruel, did you sne sneak the secret word in? Yes, I did. Okay. Did you catch it? Apparently, some people did not. I've got like four subscribers requesting, where was wow. it mentioned? I totally missed it. I totally span out now. D don't tell me now, um, yeah. but tell me after the show, and then I will let the subscribers know so they don't have to go watch the show three times. There have been plenty of times I've, okay, I've watched the show three times. I still can't find it. And um, <laughs> Right, so don't worry. People who are requesting the bomb, I will set you up the bomb after Ruel tells me when the bomb was, because I have no idea. Yeah. And uh, But anyway, so we're doing it this or that. Have people this or that at us yet? There's a bunch of them. Oh man, so, do we run right past them? We'll find them. Start yeah. throwing, hitting them at us. Uh, James, uh, James Brazil says, floriferous or herbaceous? Floriferous, easy, easy. Yeah, I love herbaceous, but yeah, floriferous is uh, my vote as well. Uh, toast from the Duck of Death, toast or English muffin? Obviously, toast. I up. do enjoy the nooks and crannies of an English muffin, but I'm I, I like toast. Give me toast. My wife makes amazing home baked sourdough. She has a sourdough starter that she's been holding Ooh. on to for years, 
and she has you know, she has to make bread almost every week to keep it alive you know because that's how sourdough starters work i guess it's an organism mm-hmm. or something or it's yeah. a whole bunch of yeah. millions of organisms and it's fantastic Science. and oh it toasts up so amazingly well but a really good english muffin that's a hard one i am actually yeah. gonna plead the fifth and just say my wife's toast obviously <laughs> i was gonna say just you better in case she's watching <laughs> uh what about milk first or cereal first into the bowl oh that's interesting what, wait, what, i'm a cereal what, what, what first kind of, what, what, who puts milk in the bowl first yeah obviously cereal yeah first. that's i'm a cereal guy yeah yeah i, I, uh, I was trained see. properly by years of saturday morning cartoon commercials showing the milk pouring over no no commercial ever had the milk in first oh it's all oh, that would certainly cereal. catch your attention i suppose if somebody if some ad exec did do that what else yeah uh ruckus sid meyer's civ board game or the video game oh the video game and yeah i've only played the video game i've not played the board game honestly i I mean i I don't want to play a board game where i'm going to sit down for two to three plus hours trying to destroy my wife um and uh (laughs) whereas if i play the video game i don't have to destroy anybody i'll just destroy the ai if there's a solo mode in the board game then it would be a tough choice but i don't believe there is one i don't think there is yeah Okay, uh, Raven Rose asks, competitive or cooperative? I think I know your answer. Personally, cooperative. Yeah. As yeah. a gaming couple, competitive, though. At the end of the day, okay. it, I think it's almost easier, all things being equal, to make a fantastic competitive game. It is a harder challenge. I think more co-op games fail because the developer does not have the, oh, look, the, the human spirit, you know, the, uh, an, an AI or uh, an I, not a non-AI, <laughs> that's actually I'm competing against. Uh, I personally love co-op so much, but I, 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 if, if I had to pick one, I could only own one type for the rest of my life, I'd probably go competitive just because that would give me a lot more options. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with cooperative. I mean, uh, competitive as well, because I just prefer competitive games. But you're right. I mean, I think you're totally right, in fact, saying competitive or cooperative games are probably tougher to, to design mm-hmm. and to make a really good cooperative game yeah. but i'm a com- competitive guy uh let's see tex uh 2674 ketchup or mustard oh mustard not I'm, even a hesitation yeah I, i'm gonna let me throw an asterisk on ketchup this. is the I devil's was, sauce uh ketchup but here's the thing ketchup with a little sriracha in it is amazing hey he didn't say ketchup plus additives I mean, I yes, you can okay. do amazing. I mean, ketchup and mayo, quite frankly, is, I mean, yeah. McDonald's yeah. built an empire off of that, basically. But um, <laughs> no, just taking okay. straight uh, as a condiment, mustard every day of the week. Well, here's the thing, like mustard, I can't eat French fries with mustard. You know, I, I got to, I wouldn't put, you know, I, I wouldn't put ketchup or mustard on French fries. I lived in Europe really? long enough that for me, it's oh, you're mayonnaise. a mayo guy. It's all oh, mayo okay. on, I mean, I, if, if you, now if you told me that 20 years ago, I would have laughed you out of the room. But after living in, in, you know, in Europe for almost two decades. Yeah. I, I drenched my fries in, in mayo now. Is it like a special mayo, or is it literally no, just straight mayo? mayo? Um, wow. yeah, nothing fancy. It's just yeah. it's just weird. Also, another weird thing they do: fr- um, they put uh, vinegar all over their fries, also, which I also I for the long time thought was ridiculous, but no, that's amazing yeah. too. It, it is vinegar, malt vinegar on French fries, folks. The best thing in the world. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Um, cereal or oatmeal? Probably oatmeal. I. Man, as much as I love cereal, like I'm probably more of an oatmeal guy these days, and I think that speaks to our age. Yes, twenty years oh, were, ago, were you the same I'm thing? Scared. Growing up, those little packets of Quaker oats, the 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 brown sugar one, the apple yep. and spice one. You and your yep. siblings fighting over which one do you get? 
yeah. No, I, I was, uh, we were always cereal guys growing up, but oh. lately it's, yeah, we were, I was cereal guy. You know, the little packets of, you know, you get the multi-pack of Frosted Flakes, Corn Pops, Sugar Smacks or whatever. Which one do you want? Um, oatmeal for me is only within the last, you know, decade or oh, so. Really? You know, yeah. Were you, so you've been an oatmeal guy your whole life? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really, I mean... Uh, a breakfast cereal was a huge, very rare treat for us. Um, but we uh, oatmeal was almost a daily staple. Uh, the treat was getting the special prepackaged Quaker Oats ones. Normally, mom yeah, would just make yeah. her own version of it, and it was never as good because it never had as much sugar. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Um, uh, inside or outside? Inside. Um, I want to say have... outside. I feel like that's the better, more healthy option, but no. Yeah, I can't watch TV outside. I can't play board yeah, games outside, or at I, least I'm, not I'm as well. The same thing. Yeah, I want to say outside. I love being outside, but inside probably. If you're honest, yep. <laughs> uh, Peter Parker or Spider Man? Peter Parker or Spider? Peter Parker. Yeah, Peter Parker is Spider. Well, okay, yeah, Peter Parker. If you, uh, I mean, Mal- if, okay, here, okay. If you were to read a comic that was only about the exploits of Peter Parker or only about the exploits of Spider-Man, and he just never—he was one or the other. Which comic would you read? That's the question. That's so tough. That's a weird. That's so a weird freaking comic. Peter, the the amazing Peter Parker, uh, yeah. where he just uh, okay. In that case, Spider-Man. I have to admit. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Uh, mountains or ocean? Um, I'm more of an ocean guy. I think we've had this I, I one. Like... I'm more of a mountain guy because uh, sometimes yeah. the beach stank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, wow, some people actually do milk first. I've never heard of that. That's It's a thing, I guess. There's a movement. Yeah. Um, uh, cold room and blanket or warm room and t-shirt? Ooh, that's an interesting one. Wow, who said that? Dino, a nice one. I don't know. I mean, you're reading them. I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm just I, looking at the screen. Uh, I think. Oh. I think a cold room. Well, a good uh, provided the blanket provides enough warmth. Yeah. Provided. Yeah. Although you know what the problem is, I, I I'm really susceptible to cold. And what's worse, my nose gets so cold. And when it's cold in this house, and it's cold in this house a lot because we live in the Pacific Northwest uh-huh. and we try to cut back on heating bills wherever possible. So I spend yeah. a lot of my year huddled under a blanket and my nose is always out and it's never, or I, I pull my, I try to do this and all that. And my yeah, nose yeah. is just, I can't stand that. Because of my <laughs> nose specifically, I think I would go t shirt and warm. T shirt and warm room. Oh, interesting. I would go cold room in a blanket only because I could always get another blanket if it's too cold. Whereas if it's too warm for me, like there's, you got to turn on the air conditioning or whatever. It's just, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. But if I, if, oh, I, if, gosh. if, if I wasn't tied in, um, cause I got the mic on, I would run out to my coat. Cause my wife, cause my nose is so sensitive. She actually knit me a cap with big gigantic holes right here. that comes down <laughs> over my nose. Nice. Yep. You can go rob a bank afterwards. <laughs> Um, well, it's interesting when I go if I go out and wear that, and I'm actually just wearing my mask. I'm literally I become a superhero, effectively. <laughs> nice. Um, let's see. Uh, skipping up here a little bit. Squares or hexes? I, I'm a hexes guy all the way. I, I think I would go squares, and uh, the reason I say that is because specifically because of Glenn Moore, and as a tile layer, hexes. I mean, are fine. Don't get me wrong, but hexes are easier. Square tile laying really puts the screws to you because you only have four options instead of six. So, okay. I mean, it, it, it generally speaking, a square tile layer is more tension filled than a hex tile layer. Okay, I can give you that. Yeah, I, I do prefer the hex just because you have more options. You can go, you can spread out a little more. Um, 
Let's see. I, I've skipped a few here. Let me see. Fries, I see Gator Dave said, well, uh, was I superhero or was I Dumb Donald from Fat Albert? I wanted to reference Fat Albert, but I couldn't remember if it was <laughs> Dumb Donald or if it was Mushmouth. I couldn't remember which character had the hat. Oh, that's right. Mushmouth. Yeah. Um, well, we've done a bunch of... Uh, okay, yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I think, the, the, I think yeah. they got their errato points worth out of that. I will mark that Definitely. as done. Cool. Okay. All right. Now, we've got about 11 minutes. Um, I would like to take off a little early yes, just so right. I can you do a bio break and set so up. So that we can rage yep. you playing um, yes. one of the greatest remote playable games of all time, Karuba. So, okay, we'll save this top three in the argument for next week. Uh, Super okay. 1491, we will hit your top three at 1215 Tuesday of next week. Uh, and, and what the top three is, uh, we, we come up with a few categories, the, the audience votes, and then we literally do an on-the-spot. Here's the three best examples of this, whatever it is, whether it's a game or pop culture thing or whatever. So we'll do that, and we'll do our epic Star Trek Is Wrath of Khan, the greatest Star Trek movie of all time argument next week when Mom Gamer is here. Because uh, yeah. we love you know, Mom Gamer. It, it's funny. Yeah, I, I just watched, I rewatched uh, Star Trek Four the other day, The Voyage Home. Okay. Um, I forgot how funny that movie was. That well, movie maybe had a lot of uh, maybe you'll have to be arguing against Khan then because no, Khan's really still number one. Khan right. is still the best, but four was like way funnier oh my than gosh. I remembered it. Kabuki great. Kid says, "How do I keep missing that she is here?" Apparently, all right. Well, then, okay. Do we argue about Khan right now, or do we do ten minutes of Q and A? Um, can we do five minute? Uh, can we do a five minute argument just so I can have a break to uh, get ready for my stream? Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right, so we're gonna argue this quick, Mom. MG one hundred one. This is for you. Um, All right, Mom. As I have seen, several people have guessed. Uh, most notably, Kabuki Kid. I'm sorry, Wrath of Khan is not the greatest Star Trek movie. Undiscovered Country is. Hands freaking okay. down. Um, let's, let's and I will tell you why. One man, Nicholas Meyer. The the creative okay. force behind both films. The, the I mean, the, these are it, don't get me wrong. Khan is number two. Okay, um, but uh, Undiscovered Country is everything Khan has to a thousand. It's got an incredible, iconic villain that, you know, Christopher Plummer, I would put him against Ricardo Montalban any day of the freaking week. You want to talk about scenery chewing? Um, oh. You know, Ricardo Montalban is great, but he doesn't have Shakespeare on his side. Um, actually, that's not true. They both do. They both quote Shakespeare. Uh, from Hell's yeah, Heart, yeah. I've stabbed at thee. Um, stab but, right? you know, but I mean, again, I mean, Christopher Plummer gives us 10x the Shakespeare because, of course, we all know it's best when heard in the original Klingon, obviously. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I think Khan is great. Um, and I mean, the themes in Khan, you know, you know, a reckoning with our age, you know, the, the fact that, I mean, I thought that was such a brilliant little, uh, you know, sci-fi idea that, oh, nobody has glasses except for Kirk because he has a condition that won't let him use the special future thing. So he has to wear glasses and that's a symbol of his age. All that stuff is brilliant, but all of it pales in comparison to the single greatest line of dialogue in all of Star Trek history. They're dying, Jim. Let them die. That, when Spock is trying, I mean, you know, because it's an allegory for the, the end of the Cold War and the Russians and all that, mm -hmm. that is, that brings me to tears thinking about it. I mean, that's so powerful. And, you know, and then, you know, and, and, and Kirk immediately realizing what he said and immediately realizing, and, you know, saying, has it ever occurred to you 
that we're due to stand down, that we've done our bid for king and country. And yeah, I mean, everything about that scene is so perfect. And don't get me wrong, everything about Khan is perfect too. It's just that um, Nicholas Meyer gave us Khan times 10 in every metric. Villains, Shakespeare, um, you know, real world allegories, comedy? Um, you know, uh, you know uh, what's it? Uh, Undiscovered Country is laugh out loud funny. It's one of the funniest Trek films as well. Um, you know, when uh, when when the ship takes that torpedo, and, I mean, that was like one of the most impactful moments the uh, Enterprise has ever hit. Um, you know, uh, okay, but anyway, I'm sorry, yeah. I went a long time. I got to give you some time to make uh, to counter. That's all good. I, I <laughs> I'm going to revisit. I'm going to revisit Undiscovered Country because I remember enjoying it at the time, but um, I, I think I might have just been on that. You know, I was sort of over it or whatever. But I mean, okay, Con, yeah. you're talking about iconic lines. Come on. The needs of the many outweigh the outweigh needs of the few. Are the one ship? Are the one out of danger? Yo, oh yeah, yes, yep. exactly. Or and just that- Seinfeld. There's a hell of a thing when Spock died. But here's okay, <laughs> and I'm glad you brought that up because this is my fundamental yeah. problem. Okay. Khan, if Search for Spock didn't exist, probably wins. Search for the Spock, which is a good movie. I love Christopher Lloyd. I love. Yeah. I have had enough of you. <laughs> I love everything about that. But, Go to! <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, it like undoes the that. heart of that movie. Because yeah. Nimoy had second thoughts. He's like, you know, maybe I do want to come back. Will you let me direct? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's, that's another big problem for me. I mean, if, I just, if, if, if Search for Spock didn't exist. If, if that had been real and meaningful and Spock didn't have a get-out-of-jail-free card, yes, Colin. Right. Yeah. And, but, you know, you, you know, you're talking about emotional, um, what sits with you emotionally. I mean, that... It's still to this day, I've seen that movie at least a dozen times. Yeah, the, the just the interaction, the 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 relationship between Kirk and Spock, you know, as Spock is dying. Come on, I, I'm just like, oh god, it just is. Oh see god, these yeah, two yeah, friends. it's such a gut punch. But it's it, it less a of a gut punch, punch because I know it's it's all fake. It's it, well, you know, because remember. I don't think that less. Oh, I see. Remember, okay, he didn't really die then. Remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, but come on. second best line in all of Star Trek history. Of, of all the souls I've met in my travels, his uh-huh. was the most human. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's Shatner's best best acting ever, and he can barely agree that emotion. Agreed. That scene, yeah, and then Scotty with the bad pipes, yes, great, great scene. And uh, I don't remember does uh, Undiscovered Country the music was it James Horner because uh, James Horner's music in I believe Rathacon. so. That's a good point. Okay. I think. He was in, he did the score for both of those, and he okay. is such an underappreciated maestro. Totally, totally underrated. I love that. I gotta look that soundtrack. Up. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. And I, I got, got about five time. minutes. I know it's getting emotional here, and it's getting <laughs> a little dusty in here as we reminisce about Star Trek. Oh memories. my gosh. Uh, um, I'm going to take my break. I'm going to okay, set yes, up my yes, channel. Yes. I, I'll be live in five minutes. Uh, but thank you again, my friend. Another great, great stream. Man, you really are. You, are you going to be oh, okay? God, I'm, I'm, it's yeah, going to be okay. Again, Jerry said it best. Hell of a thing when Spock yeah. died. Hell of a thing, yeah. replies George. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Oh, oh, no, no. Kabuki K corrected out? me. Cliff Eidelman did the score for Undiscovered Country. Well, that's okay. a big plus then. I mean, although, I mean, James I had Horner's the Undiscovered music. Country Brilliant. CD for years. I had that on constant oh, rotation okay. when I was working in the video game industry. It's it's an amazing mm. score. I cannot recommend it enough. Nice. But anyway, okay, you are okay. bailing. Get out! Okay. Get Give out. me like five minutes, and then I will, if you can stick around, I will type in the chat like when I'm live. 
Does that work? Okay, okay, okay. So, folks, um, we're going back to Q&A for a couple of minutes. It's just going to be me and you and a dog named Boo, uh, okay. loving and living across the land, and how I love and being a free man. <laughs> uh, nice. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll see you, I'll I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Okay. Or no, uh, no. And I'll see I will you see week. you tomorrow. tomorrow. In yes. the crucible, as we uh, yes. we go mano a mano, head to head in Savannah Park. But get out, okay. get set up. All right. I'll wait until I get the all clear, and then we'll raid you. All right, thank you. See all you, right. friends. Bye. Ooh, and there he goes into uh, all right. And then I have to hide the Discord window. Hey, everybody. I'm sorry. We completely forgot about everything. I'm going to see what did people say about that. Apologies, I got a little emotional. I tend to get emotional about stuff. Uh, all righty. All right, I'm just, all right, so just randomly, I wonder if there's a Shakespeare play on YouTube with the actual Cleon subtitles. I bet you anything there is. I am certain probably multiple uh, uh, works of Shakespeare have been completely translated into full Cleon. I, I would bet money, Ruckus, that that has happened. Undiscovered Country is a bittersweet movie because it was the last original cry. Oh, thank you, Kabuki Kid! A, fi- a wonderful final and such perfect, pitch-perfect swan song for the OG cast as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Brenner is right. Why not both? Uh, of course, that is the true answer. Because, I mean, again, yeah, I mean, Nicholas Meyer. Although it's interesting, some of the things that make it so great is it really diverges. I mean, I know that Gene Ronbury was really unhappy because he re- Nicholas Meyer really militarized Starfleet in a way that Gene uh, Ronbury was very opposed to. So in that regard, if you were to ask Gene, he would say neither. And, you know, he is the great bird of the galaxy. Let's see. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to scroll up. I'm just going to keep on scrolling here. Let's see. Are we talking about two movies or the series? We were ta- that was arguing about the best Star Trek movie, and I, I, I think I made a good point, but I, I'm sure I didn't convince anybody. I mean, and you can't argue against Khan. Khan is amazing. I mean, heck, Khan is the one that made me cry in front of you. I almost cried with uh, Undiscovered Country, and then I did cry with Khan. Let's see. I'm just scrolling, looking for question marks. If anybody can have any questions, QA, uh, Fem Sensei, what? Do I get as a Patreon that you do not get as a Twitch subscriber? Well, it depends on the... Uh, I'm glad you asked, man. Let me uh, do a little uh, sales pitch. Um, oh, excuse me. You get... Well, depending on the level, you get to back on... The, you, you, I'm sorry. You get to vote on what games uh, get covered on the channel every month. Everybody gets that. You get an ad-free version of the entirety of the Rotto Runs Through podcast. The Rod Rudgey Podcast has, like, I don't know, half a dozen shows every month. And if you listen to them as a regular podcast, there are ads. If you watch them on YouTube, there are ads. If you're a subscriber on Patreon, even at the $1 level, they are all ad-free. So you get tons, multiple hours every month of ad-free podcast content. You get my monthly ramble, where I do a like a video log. Uh, you know, I do behind the scenes stuff about the channel. Sometimes I do solo gameplay. I do all kinds of stuff. Those are exclusive just for Patreon backers. You get the monthly Gen Jog, where Jen and I sit down for probably about an hour, and we hear her perspective on every game that she and I played over the preceding four months. You get um, more exclusive videos as a subscriber here on Twitch. You are getting to see some of the old from years ago. Uh, um, R&R shows, the exclusive videos that of my, me and my wife playing games for only Patreon backers. Patreon backers get two new ones every month. And um, subscribers here on 
Twitch, you get one that was basically from a couple of years ago. And so you, you keep up to date with that. I feel like there's other stuff too that I'm forgetting. But there are a lot of things I really... Oh, if you back at a high enough level, I literally send you a physical postcard in the mail every month with pictures and talking about Jen's in my life. Little things like that. If you go at the super crazy high level, you can demand that we cover certain games. Uh, but taken from a list that I've curated. So, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. And what I need to do, I haven't set this up yet, that everybody who backs on Patreon gets a stream avatar. Because I found out a way I can do that. I haven't done it yet. You get the stream avatar for subscribing here. Um, the main thing that's unique that you get for subscribing here, of course, is the... Uh, Hey, where's the secret word? Oh, Royal didn't tell me what the secret word is, but I'll figure that out. And uh, and so you get that information. You get to watch this show live, or everything we stream on Twitch, ad-free. And, uh, and then you get access to some of the old Patreon stuff. So that was a good, big, long, chunky question. Okay, has Ruel gone live yet? Let me go on ahead and looky-loo. Uh, yes, he has. Okay, so folks... Thank you for uh, making this another wonderful... I'm sorry, we did not spend near enough time interacting with you, the audience. But here's the deal. My favorite thing by far about Twitch is, after the show is over, later on in the afternoon, I go back and I read the entire chat log for the entire show. I do this every single show I stream on Twitch. And if there were questions I missed or important things or, or whatever, I always do little whisper shout-outs to people because you can direct message people on Twitch. You can't do that on YouTube. It's awesome. So, I mean, I'm sure there's some people on right now who could confirm that yes, I, I, occasionally that happens. So, um, that's it. We're going to raid Ruel now, though. And I'm pushing the button. I'm pushing the next button. And uh, you are going to enjoy. And I believe there is a way you can play along with him, even if you don't have a copy of Karuba. But, um, oh my gosh, there are 95 of you now. Then go get him, Tiger. Raid! Raid! Raid. Okay, and it looks like the raid is on the way. Let's confirm. All right, he's just on his load screen, and I'm sure he will see that the raid is incoming. And then he will say, I don't know if I actually gave him the five minutes he asked for, but we will find out shortly. Yep, there he is. He's just turned on his camera. Okay, there he is. Whew. Okay. All right, um... Job done. I got to get to work editing this to turn it into a show for YouTube tomorrow. Thanks for watching, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Bye. Bye. Bye.